Welcome, everybody. Episode 220 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. We're finally doing our fall games preview. Uh, we realized, what was it? Fr- was it last week that we realized that we had never done it's a fall games preview? Probably two days ago, I feel like, it was, wasn't it? It wasn't that long ago, but we realized we never did a fall games preview. We usually like to have these at the end of October so we can cover games that come out in September. Or at the end of August, I'm sorry. Uh, and so we can cover games that come out in September as well as October, November, and December. But Yeah, I think we usually do it the week Madden comes out. Yep. Yeah, it's right around when Madden comes out. We also split it into two parts, which is the scheduled releases and unscheduled releases. But since we're cramming it in at the beginning of October, I think we're just going to do scheduled releases. Because um, our topic for next week is going to be Star Wars Battlefront beta, right? Yeah. Did you, do we want to do that? Sure. Why not? Okay. Got nothing better, right? Yeah, not as far as I know. Unless you want to cover the Uncharted collection, I don't. <laughs> you, you could play through the Uncharted collection before <laughs> next week's episode. There's no way. <laughs> I want you to cover it, Eric. Yeah, I'll cover it because it's not not a. I liked what, Eric's idea better. When it comes out on wait, what's the what's the ninth? Friday. That's tomorrow, or Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday. Friday. So you'd have Friday till next Thursday to play through the whole thing. Yeah, there's no way. Okay, easy. Not with Destiny. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be our topic for today. Uh, teasers. Anyone have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more Destiny today. Destiny. And that's it. That's gotcha. all I played. Will. I dabbled with Destiny. All right. Um, and Heroes of the Storm. Ugh. Back in the thick of it, I huh? played some things, yeah. Nice. Oh, shut your mouth. Okay. Corey? I do. I have a, a new thing to talk about again i'm trying to like i said last episode try and play something new every every week yeah and this week i have undertale to talk about excited and i also played for the first time dust and elysian tale mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which is pretty cool yeah but i'll talk about that and then i went to see a movie called the martian oh, oh you did oh man i, I really did, want to see yeah. that movie damn it so i'll talk the, about that the lady and, and I, I were thinking about going friday yeah yeah I really want to see that. I won't, but not until it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever. It sort of it passed my... I was going to talk about it later, but it passed my test of uh, should I see this in the theater or not. Uh-huh. You know, I don't I don't like to see dramas or stuff like that in the theater. I like to see action yeah. uh, and then things that benefit, like watching with other people, like yeah. horror. Um, That's like a like psychological this. thriller, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a bit. Cool. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to start with um, the games. I mean, we're not going to talk about stuff that's already come out in October because it's already out. So why bother? So our very first date is October 9th. We're going to start with the Uncharted Collection, which we just talked about, is coming out that day. It includes Uncharted 1 through 3, as well as a voucher for the Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta. Didn't know there was a multiplayer aspect in Uncharted 4. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of an underrated thing like uh, Last of Us. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's that's interesting. And Eric, are you getting that? I am going to get it. Okay. Yes, I am. Uh, I have a ten dollar credit mm-hmm. at Best Buy for my FIFA pre-order, mm-hmm. and with my discount, and I'm going to trade in Mortal Kombat. Nice. So I'll get it for pretty cheap. Nice. Can't go wrong with that. And I've never played two and three, and those are supposedly the best ones. Yeah, two has. I read two has the highest rating out of the the three games. Yeah, so. I think that's pretty much everybody's for the most part favorite. Okay. Uh, so that was October 9th. October 13th, Minecraft Story Mode Episode 1 releases. Now, this is Telltale Games' Minecraft adaptation 
It's called The Order of the Stone, and it's coming out for PC, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. It will also be coming out to iOS and Android on the 15th of October, so two days later. So, October 13th. No interest in that from any of us, right? No. I think that's something the kids are going to play. You know, the kids that are into Minecraft, that'll be their their thing. Their Telltale Games game. Uh, also on October 13th, the Talos, Talos Principle Deluxe Edition is coming out for PS4. So, is If that... I didn't have that on PC, I'd probably buy that. Yeah, that's... Just releasing on PS4 now, right? Yep. That's okay. Yep. That's what I. That's that what looks I super interesting. I'm gonna play that sometime. And weird. Corey. Well, that's when Corey almost vomited. <laughs> Corey didn't enjoy it. Because almost it... vomed. Yeah. Bring your barf bag for that one. <laughs> uh, Corey, we should be okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys aren't. God, you are like some me. kind of pussy. <laughs> I'm on your side, Corey. Thanks, Will. No problem. You know it's uh, gonna be fun if you have to take Dramamine before a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, also on October 13th, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut. Uh, this is going to be the console release for, for Wasteland 2, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. The Director's Cut will also be a free upgrade for anyone that already owns Wasteland 2, which I do. Is the Director's Cut coming to PC? Yeah, it's it's free. It's a free update for oh, players okay. that are people that already own the game. Gotcha. So there's that. Uh, moving on, October 16th, Yoshi's Woolly World will... All right, this is being developed by Goodfeel uh, and published by Nintendo. The plot is, in a knitted world filled with many yarn Yoshis in varying patterns, the evil wizard Kamek turns nearly all of the Yoshis into bundles of yarn, scattering them across the world. Managing to avoid being kidnapped themselves, two Yoshis take it upon themselves to pursue Kamek and rescue their woolly friends. It sounds uh, sounds adorable. It is adorable. <laughs> if you watch some gameplay, it looks awesome. Yeah, The art style is amazing. I actually I saw it being played at Nintendo World mm-hmm. in New York City. I couldn't believe how good it looked. Yeah, right. Like it was amazing. Yeah, I am definitely getting it at some point. They actually have an, an amiibo bundle. Uh, the Yoshi amiibo by itself, I think, is like twenty bucks. But they have a bundle where you get Yoshi's Woolly World and the Yoshi amiibo for I think seventy. Yeah, that would be worth it. Or no, be. it's not seventy. I don't know. Maybe it's seventy. Uh, maybe they're twenty five. And you get the. I thought the, they were thirty, to be honest. Because they the might Yoshi be. Amiibo? Yeah, because the game itself is only fifty, so it might it might very well be thirty on its own. I have the um, Yoshi Amiibo, but, so. No, 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 no the, the yarn, Yoshi. yarn Yoshi. Oh, okay. The which cute is, one, which okay. is actually like made out of yarn and looks amazing. Really. So I do want to get that at some it's point. Three different colors. Yeah. I gotta pink, look this up. Pink, blue, and green. I think. Yes. Right? It looks. It looks. You've amazing. never seen them well. Uh, I feel like I have. I just don't remember what th- they look like. I think they're making a bigger one. Yeah, they're going to have a giant one. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Nintendo's evil now with the Amiibo stuff. They really are. <laughs> I don't know if this is new, but did you guys see that Nintendo for the first time in however many years is in the top 100 branding? Oh, yeah. I was going to I was gonna uh, tweet that, but I forgot. Which is crazy. That kind of blows my mind. Well, according to the company that ranks them. Based on their criteria. It's a bad criteria. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a company that, like, I don't know. It, it all seemed like a P, PR yeah. garbage from from my perspective. Because a lot of people brought up, like, Mario is the most recognizable character in the world. How They're can, making how, theme parks. How can, yeah, how can that be yeah. not in the top 100 brands, you know? Yeah, that's Yeah, that, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World is a platform game in which the player assumes the role of, obviously, Yoshi. Uh, similar to uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, the game is set in a world where the characters' environments are composed completely of yarn and cloth, and Yoshi retains much of his movesets from the Yoshi Island series of games, including his tongue to swallow enemies, using his flutter jump to reach hard areas, and many elements such as flowers and mysterious clouds return. Um, however, unlike other games where swallowing enemies would produce an egg, which Yoshi could then throw, Yoshi instead produces balls of yarn. Very nice. <laughs> That's cute. Cute little touch right there. Um, and throughout each level, Yoshi can pick up beads in which can be spent on power badges that can support the player during a level, such as uh, such as more powerful attacks, the ability to recover from bottomless pits, and each level contains five flowers, five wonder wools, and 20 stamp patches. Collectibles. Collectible stuff, yeah. Uh, and the game will feature amiibo compatibility, including the unique uh, knitted yarn Yoshi amiibo using any Yoshi amiibo. Allows the players to create a duplicate Yoshi during solo play, which allows them to be able to do things that only you can access in cooperative play. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool if you have Probably that. hiding some collectibles in there. Oh, definitely. Um, Bastards. The other compatible figures are Mario and Donkey Kong, which can be used to unlock additional patterns based on their respective characters. Yeah, there's actually going to be quite a few eventually. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's just a, a different skin for your yeah. your Yoshi based on what ami- which amiibo you have. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. This is definitely a game I really want to get. I'm not. I'm gonna wait like you to end up yeah, getting it. But I'm gonna get it at some point. It just looks too darn cute not to have. I can't this. wait to borrow it from you guys. <laughs> it's adorable. Especially Yoshi's my favorite Mario character. Yeah. So. I can't wait to make it my game of the year. <laughs> Are you gonna play it? Did you get rid of your Wii U? No, I still have it. Playing Mario Maker. Oh yeah. That game's still around. Yeah. I gave some. Big. I gave some thought to trading that in. Yeah, don't let Will play it. <laughs> I was just, why can't I play it? I will give you $10 to let me borrow it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. No, I'd feel like such an asshole if I made you pay me $10. I don't care. I just need an afternoon with it. You need, like, a, a lunchtime meal period with it. That's fine. Yeah. Or 10 days to unlock everything, or how, nine days. I mean, Dan has it. You can borrow mine if you want. I just need it for like three hours. Somebody. Three hours. <laughs> well, I have to make a level, right? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't have to be a good level. That doesn't matter to me. Yeah, there's plenty of bad ones. I'll add to it. Join the club. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Francis made a video, or the guy that plays Francis. Francis plays Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Is it a good one? Oh, yeah. Maybe watch it during break. Yes. All right. Um,. Where were we? That's it for the 16th, right? Yeah, that's Yoshi. it for Woolly World. Yoshi's Woolly World. Okay. October 20th, Guitar Hero Live for PS3, PS4, uh, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, Wii U, and iOS, of is all it, things. Is this the one you pre-ordered, or was that Rock Band, Will? Uh, Rock, Rock Band, Band yeah. Did you cancel that? You did, okay. I'm trying to save money, because I just spent a bunch of money. So I was like, it's probably not a good idea to spend $280, $60 on Jesus. something. So Word. So this is a bas- back to the basics guitar hero. It's got guitar and vocals only. Uh, the car- guitar is going to be a little bit different though. It's got two rows of three buttons instead of just the one row of four buttons. So it's going to be a little bit different, like moving your hands up and down on the the frat board, fret fret board, fret frat board, frat board, frat boys, frat boy. Uh, and I looked at the lineup of songs. It's pretty actually pretty decent. So Was it? There's going to be a lot of them. I think there's over a hundred songs when you first get it. So. 
a lot of dashboard confessional. Uh, no, I did hear dashboard confessional on the on the on the radio today, though. Is there really dashboard on that? No, I don't think so. I was going to say that's a no. tough one to sing. Yeah, you know? no, there's uh, yeah. some Green Day on there. Uh, um, Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two, your, your classics, the, the standards. Yeah, yeah. Weezer, uh, Weezer was on there. They're always on there. Nirvana's um, usually on there. Probably, I didn't didn't catch that one. Um, I'm not going to come up with it, but I wanted to write down some of the songs, but I was I was a little bit rushed. So Paramore, I think Paramore was on Muse. There. Oh, they're on there for sure. Okay, disturbed. <laughs> Also on, October, also on October 20th, <laughs> the final episode of Life is Strange is out, and it's called Polarized. So I'd Will, like to thank Will for buying that yeah. and sharing it with me digitally. I didn't know you had that game. Yeah, I do. I Downloaded forgot, it today. I forgot I have to do my playthrough after, on yeah, October 20th. after the 20th. That's when it starts, everyone. Yeah. Extra Life. Yeah, that'd be a good one to stream. Well, we've got to get our team set up. Oh, yeah. Extra I forgot life. about Extra Life. Don't forget. What day is this? You're November 9th. Yeah, it's it's or the the second weekend in November. Man, what day am I? I can't play anything. Mm, we got either get, the seventh or the eighth. We got to get it figured out. I, mm. I I'm gonna need to have a weekend day too. I think so. I think uh, Dan was gonna go first, if I remember correctly. Well, Cor, Cor it'd probably be easiest if Corey goes first because he'll probably you'll probably well we'll talk about it. I need there. a weekend day too. School. Yeah, I don't, we might have to have a couple people go at the same time. Fair enough. That's going to hurt my confidence when nobody watches me. <laughs> I could maybe swing, like, uh... Monday? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. I can't think about it right now. Uh, also on October 20th, Overlord Fellowship of Evil for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, developed and published by Codemasters. It's a little different than the last... Overlord, it's top-down isometric view instead of third-person. takes place after the events of Overlord 2. So, I actually like the first Overlord. I never played the second one, I don't believe. I don't know what Overlord is, dude. Yeah, I don't either. It's a little bit like Pikmin, except oh. you're a bad guy and you control little goblins. Okay. At least that's the first one, and the second one were like that. I'd still like to play the new Pikmin, by the way. Yeah, it was good. I had it for a while. Yeah. Um, you can pass on it, Eric. Pass on it? I didn't think it was as good as uh, Pikmin 1 or 2. I probably will pass on it anyway. I don't have time yeah. for it. The new one's coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Like, done. I'm probably going to yeah. pass on that one, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also on October 20th, Tales of Zestria for PC, PS4, and PS3. Developed by Namco, Namco Bandai. Uh, Bandai Namco. And Tri-Crescendo. Developed, or published by Bandai Namco. Uh, it's the 15th main installment of the Tales series games. Uh, we'll also feature an open world, uh, unlike other games in the series. Corey, any interest in Tales of Zestria? Zest- yeah, Zestria. absolutely. Yeah, me too. It's on my Steam wish list. I will definitely get it at some point. I guess if you pre-order it, you got a free copy of Tales of Symphonia, too, which I really liked. Probably because most people wait till it's uh, $3 on a Steam summer sale. <laughs> or even, like, a lot of times if you wait a month after it comes out, it'll be on sale for, like, 25% off or 15% off. So yeah, I don't know if they're doing a pre-order deal or not. It might be, like, 10% off. Sometimes they do 10% off deals before games come out. But, yeah, free copy of Tales of Symphonia. Have you guys it's ever brilliant. played Disgaea? I am so close to buying no. it every day. The new one? Yeah. I was wondering because I saw the new one came out and I wasn't sure if you guys had played it. No, it's no, PS4. PS4. That was one of the games I was waiting for when I bought my PS4. I figured it probably was. Yep. I've always wanted to play that series. Yeah, same here. Looks fun. Yeah. It's 
tactical RP, strategy, well, strategy RPG. Especially playing Tactics with Corey makes me really want to play it. I hear you. Oh, it's that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, that does sound nice. You want to split it? <laughs> no. I got too much shit coming out. Yeah, those are really long games, too. I think you're looking at 50 hours. I want to split it, but I'm not going to. You're a better man than me. I'm just going to end up buying it then. <laughs> Can't wait to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> October 22nd. Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater for the Wii U. Developed by Koei Tecmo and published by Nintendo. It's a survival horror game where the, you damage ghosts by taking pictures of them. Uh, this one's going to utilize the gamepad like an actual camera, so you can move your camera around to take take pictures of the ghosts, which I think I feel like is going to work really well. I agree. That's, um, that'll be that'll be a nice touch for that. Yeah. Uh, I It's another one I'm going to get. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this one at launch or not. It's an eShop exclusive, too, I meant to say that. Um, but I, I will get that one at some point. How much is that? I don't know if there's a price. I haven't checked the, the eShop, but okay. it's going to be a digital-only game. I'm hoping it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, I'd I like to that see that. would be that. perfect. 30 or 40 would be ideal for that. That first Fatal Frame scared the shit out of me. That was really scary. I remember playing that in Jared's basement. Yeah. Late at like 4 o'clock in the morning. old basement. Fun bugs. Barely keep your eyes open and you're playing Fatal Frame. With the fun bugs? Fatal yeah. Frame Booger Wall. <laughs> Remember Booger uh, Wall? Oh, yeah. Fresh off a Halo binge. <laughs> Booger Wall. Forgot about Booger Wall. Don't ben, ever forget. The Enrights <laughs> were kings of the Booger Wall. Yep. Man. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's October 22nd. October 23rd, Assassin's Creed Syndicate for Xbox One, PS4. The PC release is going to be about a month later on the 19th of November. It's going to be developed by Ubisoft Quebec and published by Ubisoft, set in the Industrial Revolution hey, London in 18... What? eighteen sixty. took my game. Oh, was that one of your... Oh, Syndicate. Yeah. Oh, anyway. We'll have two lead characters... Uh, you can continue. Two lead characters, twins Jacob and, and uh, Evie Fry. Go ahead, Corey. No, you did it all. It's over with. <laughs> There really isn't a ton to talk about. Yes, there is, Dan. Dan you shut your mouth. You no, left out all the glitches and how you can fall through the map. Well, here's the I'm thing. I'm just going to start at the top because you threw me off. There's microtransactions. That. That's, that's fine. Right. <laughs> it is the ninth major installment, ni- number nine, count them, number nine in the Assassin's Creed franchise. Uh, as Dan mentioned, <laughs> October 23rd for PS4 and Xbox One, and the PC release is November 19th. Set in London towards the end of the Industrial Revolution. Getting, uh, what's the word? Giddy? No. Well, yeah. Uh, Set in 1868, which is, I like to put things in perspective of America. Because I'm an American. American. Small, feeble mind. (laughs) Uh, Three three years after the American Civil War. Yeah. And also 75 years after the events of Unity. That game that nobody had a chance to play because it, it didn't work yeah um so it, the game centers around victorian era organized crime the protagonists are navigating the organized crime channels in victorian london um or in industrial revolution london i should say fighting against the templars who have control of the city um mostly i watched some videos i did a, more research on assassin's creed syndicate than i did the other one because i like to if I if I'm ready to write something off, I like to look into it a little bit and and see if I can find stuff to like about it. Um, but it is mo- more Assassin's Creed. I did write down some of the changes. Uh, you can switch between the two pro- protagonists. 
Uh, like Dan said, Jacob and Evie Fry. One specializes in strength, the other in stealth. Do you want to guess which is strength and which is stealth? <laughs> uh, Evie is strength, right? <laughs> you wish. Uh, uh, no, Evie is stealth and Jacob is strength. Of course. Right? Oh, like, come boy. on. Ingenuity at its finest. Yeah, so Evie does have uh, this chameleon skill, which is sort of like Solid Snake, like his stealth when you can just blend in, like Uh out in the open. She doesn't need to be hiding. She can just um, do that. The combat is a little bit faster paced. They remove some of the latency. That's good. Which I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't remember specifically the latency, but maybe it was just small enough that I didn't notice it, and now it's just going to feel even Assa- more. Assassin's Creed combat was hold block until someone attacks and then hit the... Hit counter the, button. Yeah, counter Triangle, button. Triangle, I believe. That's all it yeah, was. Yeah, and this one, uh, the enemies won't wait. You know how they did the uh, Ninja Turtles. One foot soldier at a time would attack, and then <laughs> the other ones would be standing in a circle. Yeah. Uh, this one, they don't wait. They just kind of jump right in. Huh. Also, new ways to get around. There are trains. There is something called the rope launcher, which is you shoot a rope to the top of the building, and you can rappel up. Uh, you can also craft zip lines and use them to get around the city. There are carriages, which you can fight on top of and uh, use them to kind of jump up on buildings on the go, uh, kidnap enemies. You can put them inside of the carriages. Um, some of the cool stuff that kind of gets me excited for Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Stop it. Uh, I cameos quit. from Charles Dickens and Charles Darwin. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yep. That is very cool. Uh, confirmed, no multiplayer, no companion app. Huh. Microtransactions? I didn't see anything about that. They're in there then. Here's <laughs> here's what I found a little bit weird about this. I have not heard anything about this game really in the past month. I mean, don't you think I, don't you think it's time for Ubisoft to start building the hype train? Yes and no. Um this is one of those franchises that people are starting to get a little franchise fatigue from, and it has to follow up Unity, which was a god-awful mess. Yeah. So maybe it benefits them to just kind of not cram it down people's throats leading up to it, because everybody's probably still pissed off about Unity. Right. So maybe, you know, if it's a solid game and nobody's really talking about it, it might do them favors, you know, right. yeah. coming, coming into release. I don't know. I, I, I just thought that was strange. Because of how Ubisoft usually operates. Yeah, because yeah. I, I forgot about this game until I saw one article about it the yeah. other day. Yeah, I, I, it. I was totally like, oh, yeah. forgot about it. I honestly didn't even think about it, because when Corey said Syndicate, I thought it was just a game called Syndicate. I didn't had no idea there he was talking There is a game to... called Syndicate. Well, yeah. I thought it was a yeah. sequel. <laughs> I thought it was something like Syndicate that. Syndicate 2. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't put, put together that he was talking about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, because I haven't heard anything about it. Now, I kind of don't pay attention, but... It's also Assassin's Creed, you know? Like, yeah. that makes me wonder if it maybe it's going to be crap again, you know? <laughs> well, uh, every this other one, one right? Is, what? Every other one is good, so this is supposed to be the good one. Yeah. Well, this one's being developed by Ubisoft Quebec, who did Rogue, which was good. Right. That, well, that one came out last. Who did Assassin's Creed 4? Because that one I loved. Black Flag. Black Flag. Yeah. That, most of them were by Ubisoft Montreal, including that one. Montreal. Um, but they're not. Uh, Quebec is doing this one, like I said, who did Rogue. And they did, like, the Wii U version of Black Flag in 3. Gotcha. Um, so they're just, up until this point, or up until Rogue anyway, kind of just doing the side projects. Um, 
Yeah, so I watched some videos. IGN had a video of an assassination in a factory that looked really cool. The All the stuff on the trains looked really cool. The setting looks really cool. And that's what my thing with Assassin's Creed has always been, well, you know, I know what the gameplay is. That doesn't change too much. Is the setting enough to get me to want to play it? And it looks really cool in this game. And like I said, the, the Dickens and Darwin stuff gets me excited. Um, the, just the historical aspect of it is, is always... Yeah, I hear you, but I don't know if welcome. the... I don't know if that setting gets me any more excited than, uh, or I don't think it's ex- as exciting as French Revolution. Like that would be like if I was to pick an Assassin's Creed game, that's probably where I would want it. And, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just the the controls are are I I don't know if they were better or not. Eric, you played it. Their controls better in, in Unity, better no. enough to make it worth a play. Not really. No. Gotcha. I think uh, it was easier to get down buildings, if I remember correctly, which right. was nice. But other than that, it was... Still getting stuck on stuff when you're trying to run and free run. Yeah. Same old shit. Yeah. Okay. I'll but be I think damned it, I if think they it... get me again this year. I hope it comes out and is good, because I'll play it, because I, I do like the the idea of the games. It's just that the yeah I end up spending so much time fighting with the controls. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's why we all like Black Flag so much, because it was just open, you know? Well... Like, yeah, I still had to fight with the controls. It's just that the the ship stuff was so good, it made me forget about the, you know, getting yeah. stuck on buildings and stuck on little walls and yeah, insta fail I mean, stealth missions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and also, the only other thing I wanted to say is people are really hard on Assassin's Creed, but like this is how Ubisoft makes their money, so they can do things like Child of Light and yeah. Valiant Hearts, and you know. It sucks, but it is a it's a business, and people buy these games. So I hope it's good. I really do. Yeah, I do. I don't wish ill on the Assassin's Creed franchise. I just think it needs to be better. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. It has potential. Yeah. Black Black Flag was fucking great. Yeah, I really liked the yeah. first one, the first Assassin's. I Creed. liked the second one. Two was good too. I liked the first four. You liked three? Well. Ugh. <laughs> Brotherhood Revelations. Oh, four, okay. Gotcha. Two and one. So I guess I liked five of them. Okay. So that, that's enough Ass Creed talk, right? Sure hey. is. What? <laughs> October 23rd, The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes for the 3DS. Yep. October 27th, <laughs> Halo 5 Guardians. Woo! Eric, let's hear about Whoa. Halo 5 Guardians. Take it away. Uh, the first thing I wanted to start with, and this was part of my week actually too, um, if you haven't done so and you are even the slightest bit interested in Halo, you should definitely listen to the Hunt the Truth uh, podcast. I've been listening to it Started on um, the iTunes app on my phone. Um, so basically what it is, uh, I took this from the Halo Wikipedia type page. It's an ongoing marketing campaign by the Eisenberg Group for the upcoming release of Halo 5 Guardians. It's hosted on the popular social network site Tumblr. Um, It launched after Countdown ended on March 22nd of 2015 and basically became the front page for the journalist who is featured in uh, in the uh, series. His name is Benjamin Gerard. Is that how they pronounce it, Will? I just listened listened to the very first episode of it. I listened to... A number of them, I can't remember. I want to say it's Gerud. Um But anyway, he's like he's a journalist, and he is put in charge of uh, the story of Master Chief and looking into him. 
And basically he goes in there and he uncovers some unsightly things and wants to dig deeper. And it becomes this whole like conspiracy thing. And then it's just a, a journalistic view of him finding all of this, these things out. And it's like, uh, do you know if it takes details from the books? I believe I, so, but okay. I'm not positive. Because I read the first three Halo books. It does, because the episode after the one I listened to talks about how he was born and raised. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It's a really interesting story. It's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So it was updated weekly. Uh, they call it part docu-diary, part audio archive. And that went up until E3 of this year. And then season two just started uh, September 22nd. And that follows a story of Pharaoh, who's a character from season one of Hunt the Truth. Uh-huh. But I highly recommend it. it. It had talked me into buying the new Halo, which I wasn't going to do. Yeah. The new Halo actually looks really good. I don't think it looks that good. Really? It, no. The gameplay, I think, looks amazing. It looks like a Halo game. Yeah. It's hard to describe because I wasn't excited about it, but like something about the Halo yeah. story and like just how Halo I looks. I shit about the Halo story. See, but I do. But I don't even know why I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Because you can get it for 30 less yeah, dollars. Yeah, that is why. But, like, I don't – I thought the, the E3 presentation was very lackluster for Halo. That was oh, the game I was it. least impressed with at their their E3. Yeah, I didn't want – I don't – Corey, I think you agreed with me when I said that. Sorry, what? The Halo <laughs> presentation at E3 yeah. was pretty shitty, wasn't it? I don't remember it at I all. I don't remember yeah, it either. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I remember saying that, but I don't remember. I can't yeah. remember any specifics. No, I watched, was it yesterday or t- today, I watched some, like, gameplay footage from it. And Did you it, watch the it, trailer? No, I didn't watch any of that stuff. Okay. I don't know. I'm slowly getting more and more excited yeah. for it. It just looks so smooth and crisp. Well, Dan, I know you'll be excited to know that it's focused around four-player cooperative. <laughs> I Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's hard no, to do. There's no split screen. That's fine. Yeah, so anyway, uh, the campaign, getting into it, uh, as described on the website for said game, mm-hmm. which I like to do. I like to take it right from there, from their words. Uh, a mysterious and unstoppable force threatens the galaxy while the Master Chief is missing and his loyalty is questioned. Experience the most dramatic Halo story to date in a four-player cooperative epic that spans three worlds. Um, and then I added, you play as a four Spartan team made up of Locke, um, Edward, Edward Buck, Holly Tanaka, and Vale. And it, it looks like from the, the gameplay that I watched, you can use like, you know, in some games you can order people to yeah. go certain places and uh, fire on things and, yeah. and things like that. Like a strategic squad based kind of game. That reminds me a little, that's kind of what you were doing, what the idea was in uh, Halo Reach. Okay. With the, with the squad of, of. Spartans and like you got to create your own Spartan in that one, but same same kind of idea. The the each have their own like specialty, I mm-hmm. guess. So, yeah. So basically, um, you are playing as them and trying to find or hunt down Master Chief. Gotcha. Um, because I guess he does some questionable things, and you're trying know. to figure out why. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Well, how do you feel about the four player focus? That's fine. I mean, as long as you can play it single player, I don't yeah. care. I was interested because when I was doing my notes for this, the next game I'll be talking about focused on the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that, though. Uh Um, The other big thing that they added was a new multiplayer mode called Warzone. This is actually the thing I'm most excited for. Yeah, it sounded really Um, cool. As described by the good folks at... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say... Developed by 343, published by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Um, Xbox One exclusive, exclusive, obviously. 
Warzone is a brand new massive scale multiplayer mode that supports 24 player battles with both friendly and enemy AI constantly dropping into the mix in to mix up the experience. Uh, it's non-stop action when you confront Spartans, Covenant, and Forerunners, all while trying to complete objectives. Now, that sounds really fun to me, and yeah. I, I really enjoyed the video that I watched from that. Um, it looks like kind of what Titanfall was trying to do, mm-hmm. but ten times better. Yeah. Because there's objectives, yeah. and it just Stuff to it's do. Halo, which is better. Yeah. So, I don't know. I that The Warzone thing looked really cool to me. Yes, it did. I agree. Well, we should play the campaign together. No. <laughs> Eh, that's fine. Well, yeah, I, we should. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I got for Halo 5. They, you know, I was surprised at the lack of information on the website. Yeah. They kinda, maybe that's a bad sign. They kind of put everything on social media now, and websites <clears throat> are – there. a lot of them are bare bones for That That for one was games. very much so. You also – what's the uh, series – Shit! If you if you pre-order a few of the versions, it comes with the anim. Is there an animated series? Blue. I don't remember. Blue versus red. No, I don't know. It comes with some series that sounded really interesting to me and made me want to get that that version. But nah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. So that's Halo Five. Will. Oh wait, you're you're getting Halo. F- yeah, you guys are splitting it. That's right. Yeah. 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 We are. Nice. Uh, also on October 27th, Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition. Uh, this is going to be the console release for PS4 and Xbox One. The Enhanced Edition content will also be free for people who already own the PC game. So that's coming with more quests. They're updating the engine from Unity 4.5 to Unity 5, I think, I think, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, Corey, I know you love that game. Absolutely. Uh, also on October 27th, WWE 2K16 for PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. The thing I wrote for that was wrestling. <laughs> Those games are fun, man. Yeah, wrestling. It's, it's been a while since I had one. Uh, I read a pretty favorable write-up about it the other day. It wasn't a full review, but um, I don't know. I probably would play one if I didn't have to pay for it. I'd play one if Hulk Hogan was in it. There you go. But he's not anymore. Is he? Oh, that's right. He's blacklisted. Yeah, yeah. Much. Funny way of putting that, Will. <laughs> yeah, they're like removing his existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Moving was there on. A pun in there. Yeah. Well, it, there wasn't meant to be, but I I did take it. <laughs> <laughs> November third, uh, Anno twenty two oh five for PC, developed by Ubisoft, Blue Byte Mains, and published by Ubisoft. Sixth game in the Anno series of city building and economic planning games. It's set in the future where players progress uh, or players set up colonies on the moon. I'm, these are handwritten, so if I mess up, that's why. It's because I have a hard time reading my own handwriting. We don't apologize, why do you, Dan. Why do you handwrite your notes? It's easier for this, these type of episodes to handwrite them. When I just do normal, like, writing my notes for the for the show, I type them. But because there's so much, I, I hand because I, like, look on the computer screen and handwrite just faster mm-hmm. that way for these episodes anyway but anno 2205 looks cool Corey, i know you've had some experience with the anno series yeah you played anno tw- the... 2070 and what was the other one that you i played? played 2070 a little bit but the one i played a lot was the 1400 whatever i can't remember the year mm-hmm. colonial cool. colonial times that one was real good nice uh also on november th- 
third, Need for Speed uh, for Xbox One and PS4. The PC version was actually delayed until next year. Uh, developed by Ghost Games and published by EA, it's the 21st major installment in the Need for Speed franchise. It's the first reboot. It's a complete reboot of the Need for Speed franchise. So, There was a beta last week, yeah. I think it was, okay. uh, kind of under the radar thing. I was sad I didn't know about it. I would have liked to try that. Oh, was it, it was open? No, oh. it wasn't, but I would have at least signed up for it. Yeah, because you tend to get beta things. Yeah, I haven't recently. Yeah. Last couple I haven't gotten. Had to have them gifted to me. I hear you. November 6th, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Eric. Blops? Cod Blops. Cod Blops 3, developed by Treyarch and published by Activision. Uh, coming to Xbox One, PS4, Windows... And partially to PS3 and Xbox 360. Let's talk huh. about that first. No campaign on PS3 and 360. Just multiplayer. Multiplayer only. This is them slowly phasing out the campaign. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, th- I think they're just the, the limitations are too great on the older systems. That's what they spun it as. Okay. I don't buy that. I do buy that. Yeah. I think I do buy that. They can write a crap. All their campaigns are crappy. Why can't they write a crappy one? I think you're in the minority in saying that. I don't know. I think it's them slowly phasing it out. Then why would they put it in the new one? I don't know. Slow process of getting rid of it completely. Uh, that doesn't add up to me. See, it could be like a even like a space issue, you know, with with limited physical disc limitations. Well, most people buy that game for the, the multiplayer online. anyway. Right, exactly. So, what's the point of them wasting resources on making a campaign? If most people don't even touch it. I don't know. I, I, I bet you most people do play it. I'd play the campaign. I would argue that completely. I think most people buy it for the multiplayer, but I think most people play through the campaign being that it's only four hours. Didn't uh, one of the one of the Giant Bomb podcasts just talked about this, and they had the stats on how many people actually completed the campaign. Where do you get stats like that? It was pretty low. Exactly. I can't remember the exact number. I don't buy that. Most of my friends who buy the game don't play it. So Yeah, but you hang out with some weird people. It was something like... Oh, like, yeah, 20 year olds. <laughs> just kidding. All 20-year-olds like are strange. 50% of the people completed the first mission, and I wish I could remember the exact stat. I can't, but, but the, well, the number of people who completed it was much, much lower than that. Regardless, I disagree. I don't think they're phasing it out. I think they should, but I don't think they are. What do you think the price should be for a game like that without a campaign? I'm going to guess they're charging 40 I think they're charging 50 Really? I think That's that I heard too, that. I'm not positive, much. but I think I heard that. Okay. That's too much, I think. I, I agree. 40 maybe, but yeah, more than 40 that, that's kind of silly to me. Yeah. So you're basically saying that the campaign is worth $10. Yeah, which is not uh, rating your own campaign too highly. No. But, anywho, um, I'm going to try not to go too long with this, but honestly, of the three games that I covered in depth, this was the one that sold itself the best on, on its website, uh-huh. which I appreciated. Um, and I broke it up into the campaign, the multiplayer, and zombies. Which get, yeah. Uh, so anyway, the, the single player campaign is, again, designed to support four-player four co-op. Um And what they did was they kind of opened it up to bigger worlds, so it's not so much like shooting down a corridor. Okay, so that's probably why it won't run on the older systems. Yeah, yeah. Um, In addition to that, the player can completely customize their character in terms of gender, loadouts, abilities, and visual appearance. 
Um, the campaign also features a progression system featuring unlock tokens, which must be used to acquire weapons and gear as they progress through the campaign. Um, it takes place in 2065, 40 years after the events of Cod Blops 2. I don't think any of us know what the events of Cod Blops 2 were. <laughs> I was were. just going to say that. <laughs> do, do, these ca- do these campaigns stick out in people's minds as like, oh, after the events of Cod Blops 2? I just remember, I think Mendoza was the name. Sounds right. Right? Mendoza. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> that could be like any battlefield. It could be anything. It could have been any of the Call of Duties within the last six years. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, definitely could. Yeah, they they got to cover all their their bases. They got to have uh, a Hispanic name, <laughs> uh, a Jewish name. You know, like they gotta they gotta hit all the spots. Uh, anywho, Mendoza. So basically, the gist that I got from looking into this was it's a future where robots are kind of taking over and humans are kind of revolting against it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's that's what that is the the main story. The another thing that I found interesting and I actually didn't know about and it's really stupid is Marshawn Lynch of the Seahawks it makes a cameo as a villain. How stupid is that? Like <laughs> Marshawn right, Lynch. I got the Kevin Spacey thing, but Marshawn Lynch who's like first of all pretty likable. Yeah. yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. He's a villain. I kind of want to hear what his lines are. Uh, it's got to be terrible. Do you think he invokes Skittles? <laughs> For those that don't know, Marshawn's favorite candy is Skittles. Do you know why? Because they pay him a lot of money. That's no. why. No, uh, I, I do actually, know, but okay. as soon as you tell me. Yeah, he um, when he used to play football as a kid, he would he would get sick, like an upset stomach. So uh-huh. his mom would give him Skittles because they helped calm his stomach when he was playing football. So Instead of Tums? He just started, well, yeah. <laughs> Candy well, with Skittles, that's an odd choice. Yes, but all right. that so, is. So they would that's why he he rocks the Skittles during the games. Yeah. All I know is when he scores touchdowns, they pelt Skittles at him. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Which can't feel good. He loves it. <laughs> he loves it. Dan, how do you feel about the, the campaign? Is it's basically set in the future where it's like a robotic takeover. That's cool. And the humans are kind of revolting against it. That's an awesome idea. How original. Yeah, I know. That's the well, thing. It sounds cool, but I feel like I've, I've played it. Even if I haven't played it, I feel like I've played it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you think of iRobot. That's, well, it's kind of the robots taking over, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the other way around. On to multiplayer, then. Uh, this year, the big change is the movement. It's similar to Titanfall now. Now you can run on walls. Uh, they describe it as a new momentum-based chained movement system allowing players to fluidly move through the environment with finesse using controlled thrust jumps, slides, wall runs, and mantling abilities while maintaining complete control of your weapon. Maps were designed from the ground up with a new movement system in mind, allowing players to be successful with traditional movement as well as advanced tactics and maneuvers. I actually forgot I had played the multiplayer beta for this. Oh yeah, I did too. Oh, um, me three. <laughs> I did too, and I loved it. Yeah, see, I didn't. You, I didn't feel like the the jetpacking and stuff was as smooth as Titan Falls. It felt no. You're right. It, it was clunky. It, yeah, it but felt I loved weird. it. Weird. Uh, we, are, are you are you uh, gonna buy? That's what I was thinking. Uh, me, yes, I might. No, the only thing is the money. Money is gonna be the yeah. deciding factor because I got. I'm getting Uncharted, but I'm getting it for pretty cheap. I'm splitting Halo with Will. But then two weeks in a row after Codbops, I am buying a game. 
So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I am ho- There's a gr- great chance I'll talk myself into it. Right. But at the same time, like I have Destiny that I can play online as a shooter. I'll have Halo that I can play online as a shooter. Yep. You know. I was going to ask how many you this shooters Battlefront. Battlefront a couple weeks later. What? Are you going to play Uncharted? Just don't buy that and buy Call of Duty. I want to have the Uncharted collection. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like as a PlayStation fan, I should play it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Plus, I think I'll get more out of the Uncharted games than I would with Call of Duty, don't you think? I don't know. Yes. I always You're the have, wild like, card, though, Corey, you know? Well, one of my things is when it's so far removed, I mean, I know it's a collection and it's coming out, but, like, those games came out years ago. Uh-huh. It's, like, that weighs into my decision whether to get it. Yeah, game but you not. played them. I didn't. They're yeah, brand sparkling new to me. That's true. But even so, like, I would, I would, if, if, like, soup to nuts, each game is equal, I would take the fact that they're older into consideration and just get the newer one just for that reason because it's newer. even if it's call of duty that well that's what i'm saying if <laughs> if i weighed each of those games equally and i was interested in them equally you know what i'm saying yeah but it, i'm i'm I more think, interested in uncharted than i am call of duty i think what Corey's okay. trying to say is because because it's a newer game it's something something to talk about on air right that that's your that's your well, thought process even, i mean yeah the, the podcast aside though it's just like being part of the conversation yeah, Beardless you know, in the chat is in the same fresh. situation I'm in. He's never played and he's really excited to yeah. pick it up. Yeah, and no, I, that, yeah, that, if that's the way you feel, then totally. Yeah, yeah. Just... and I honestly think a lot of people would like to hear us talk. No, I don't think we should do an episode on it, but maybe like a hangover uh-huh. spoiler yeah, thing yeah. that Corey and I could maybe do together um, if he fresh, freshened his memory up a little bit. I played like an hour of each of those games. Oh, did you? I thought you like played through them. No, remember I didn't he like them. Did. Not for him. me. Oh, you're a real prick, Corey. Not for me, man. Oh, God. Anyway, back That's to the game at hand. Go ahead. <laughs> Call of Duty Codbox 3. Um, so on top of that, there's going to be specialists. I took the names of the specialists down. I wasn't about to get into what each one of them does separately. Ruin, Seraph, Nomad, Prophet, Outrider, Reaper, Spectre, and Battery. They all do different things. I can't remember which ones I used, but one of them has a sick bow and arrow that that they get when they get like the special ability oh, that's nomad is that that was really fun the the bow and arrow was one of the things that i really enjoyed during the beta yeah that was fun um there's also going to be a gunsmith and weapon paint shop where you can do a lot more customization with your weapons sounds kind of neat and to the bread and butter of the Treyarch call of duty series zombies ah I love zombies. Although when I say bread and butter, the last one I really didn't like. <laughs> I didn't either. The zombies were shitty. So bread and butter going back to the first one. Black Ops. Nazi Zombies was one of the, my favorite things. that I think like my initial reaction when I played Nazi Zombies was one of the best initial reactions I had to anything I've ever played. Same here. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was real. Yeah, it was It's. It was like one of, not maybe not that that bad, but when I played Metal Gear 5, how I was like, I can't even believe they made this game. Like, yeah. it's just, perfect yeah kind of like that uh-huh. so this year it's called shadows of evil uh it is set in a fictional 1940s city called morgue city but it's spelled m-o-r-g i, I don't know uh, <laughs> shadows of evil is a film noir inspired horror story centered around four particularly troubled individuals uh that include a femme fatale a magician a cop and a boxer um 
Morgue City is an ideal backdrop for a noir horror story featuring a theater district, jazz clubs, and a suspension railway. Elements that add new depth and complexity as you fend off the undead. Um, Sounds a little bit like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, kind of does. So yeah, I guess there's like an actual progression system where you level up and it's more more of a story with the zombies Uh than just waves of enemies, which could be kind of interesting. So I'll be interested to see how that turns out. They should just sell it separately. Will. I know they would never, but they Will. should sell it separately. Split it. Blops. You just let me know. Keep it in the back of your head. It makes these games a lot more tolerable. Stop it, because then we're going to end up buying every single game. <laughs> yes, we are. And it's going to be great. <laughs> we're going to buy so many things. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I... I I do want to get this game. I do really want to get it because I enjoyed the beta quite a bit. And the, the campaigns are, you know, decent. Yeah. A lot of people like them. I, I think they're okay. And zombies. zombies. I can be talked into zombies. Mm-hmm. I like But the, the last one sucked, so I right. don't know. <clears throat> we'll see. Nobody else is interested, right? So, I mean, really. Will maybe a little bit. Yeah. A smidge. All right. Okay. Uh, also on November 6th, Yokai Watch for the 3DS, developed by Level 5 and published by Nintendo. It's a Pokemon-esque game where the player befriends Yokai, uh, which are ghosts, and then uses them to help battle against ill-intentioned Yokai. Ooh. Uh, it was a game that, during the Nintendo Direct for E3, I was like, that seems stupid, but when they talked about it on the Treehouse later, it seems kind of interesting. It yeah. seems it seems more puzzly than, uh, Pokemon-y. than Pokemon, so... I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to get it, but it sounds kind of interesting anyway. If it's Pokemon-y, I'll get it. Yeah, Yokai Watch. It's apparently a really popular anime in Japan. I've I've heard that from some of the other podcasts I listen to that talk about it. Very popular. So, uh, November 10th, big day, November 10th, Fallout 4. Corey, talk about Fallout 4. Oh, is that mine? Hit us over the head with it. That's you. I actually didn't look into Fallout 4 too much. We you don't need to. Out of boy. That game's been promoted <laughs> probably more than any of the other ones. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't want to hear anything. Considering that hour long, well, Bethesda had their own press conference, and we saw what like forty five minutes of gameplay there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, November tenth, it is set in Boston. Uh, some of the changes. I just looked up a couple of videos. This one UK. I forget the name. Xbox Outside or something like that. Uh, had a good video on all the changes to combat. There's improved sniping. You can, like, press the thumbstick down to hold your breath. That's kind of a staple in sniping games, but that's not something that was in Fallout before. Um, VATS does not stop time. It just slows it down. I know in Fallout 3 it stopped it completely. So it's a little bit more active. They can kind of get away with that now because, from what I understand, VATS was just implemented because the shooting was so bad. In Fallout 3. <laughs> and it really I is. I know how to combat this. Just stop the game. Yeah. I like how they admit that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad, bad shooter. Yes. Uh, and, wow, they did <laughs> that worked out really well yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. Stroke of genius. Uh, well, that's what they always say, you know, when 90% of the gameplay decisions that are made by the developers are made because of a limitation Limitations, of some sort. Yeah. Uh, you can pop the limbs off the enemies if you pop you know, leg off or something. It obviously influences how they run or don't. Um, arms come off, all that kind of stuff. There's no level cap in 
Fallout 3, the level cap was 20, at least initially. Initially, I think they raised it in the subsequent DLC, but this one, uh, no level cap. And they also changed how you level up entirely. Um, it's based on experience, like it was in Fallout 3, not based on skills, like we know from Skyrim. And when you level, you select a perk. Um, and the perks correspond to your special, and your specials are your attributes. It's strength, what's P? Perception. Perception, endurance, charisma, intelligence, agility, and luck. I didn't even write it down. I, I, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, and each special point has 10 corresponding perks. So for every one of those attributes, there are up to 10 ranks. So you max out when you get like your strength to 10. You can't get it any higher. Um, and for each of those ranks within your special, there are 10 perks. One for each point. And then each of those perks has their own set of ranks. So overall, there are 270 perks. Nice. Um, and instead of skills, or yeah, instead of skills, it's all perks. So the skills that you knew from Fallout 3 are just part of the perk system. So everything is based off your, your special, which I think makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so for instance, if, you, if your agility is, if your agility level is one, then you can purchase the agility level one perk. Uh, which is Gunslinger, which gives 20% more damage with the pistols. And that level 1 perk has ranks within it that you can only tap once you reach a certain level. So there's also level requirements attached to those. A little bit confusing, but once you see it, it's really yeah. simple and I think makes way more sense than Fallout 3. Um, other than that, expect more Fallout. I know there's... I didn't get into it, but the whole uh, building aspect of it I think will be a big deal. Um, is that coming right away, or was yeah. that something they said? Yeah, man, no, that's launching. The only thing that's coming later is modding, as far as I know. They don't Mod hold back rules. features, Corey. Yeah, uh, really excited for Fallout Four, though. I mean, do we? Do I need to share any more about it? I think no. most people at this point have seen. Our, I'm all bonered uh, up for it. I'm yeah. especially bonered because that's the day I'm doing my live stream. Oh, that's right. That is correct. <laughs> It's going to be a good mm. game to have. Mm. Tantalizing. Bethesda put up on their blog videos for each of the special attributes. Yeah. And they're pretty cool. They're like old 50s cartoons. Yeah, they're black awesome. And white. Wait, what's this now? I've heard they're good. On the Bethesda blog, they're doing, I think every week, they're releasing a new video for each of the special attributes. Oh. Uh, today was, or not today, this week was Intelligence, the one for Intelligence. Oh, and they're nice. styled like a 1950s black and white cartoon. Cool. It's they're pretty awesome and funny. I'll check them out. Do they have all of them on there? Not yet. They're no, no, no. Too. I mean, like, the ones that they've done, like, last week, are they still on oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. I don't want to have to hunt for anything. They're probably on YouTube, too, if you look yeah, up, like, but that Fallout, requires Fallout special videos. <laughs> Way too lazy. <laughs> I'll send them to you. That would work. <laughs> okay. I'll do the hunting. Thank you. Also on November 10th, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 for PS3 and Xbox 360. I believe it's already out on next-gen consoles, so this is the last-gen release of it. Regular dumpster fire. Yep, I've heard not good things about it, so hang on, avoid that one. Keep talking while I look up the Metacritic score. Okay. Uh, Next is Rise of the Tomb Raider for Xbox 360 and Xbox One, developed by Crystal Dynamics and published by Square Enix. It is the second installment in the Tomb Raider reboot. I've got a couple notes that I copy and paste it into Evernote on it. While you look those up, Dan, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater currently... Who who has a guess at the user score? I do. Except Will. (laughs) Four. He's next to me. 
Corey? 2.3. 1.6. Really? Yeah. Metascore 34. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Dumpster. That's too bad. Those games were always awesome. I, I've yeah. heard it's really, like, really buggy. Real buggy and just shitty. Yeah, that's too bad. There's, like, conspiracy theories about it. Really? That the uh, the licensing, who's Activision, Yeah. runs yeah. out at the end of this year. So people think they just wanted to push one more cash cow out before their license ran out. Oh, That's I could sad. see that. God, you'd like to think that didn't happen, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. No. Steamy turd. That would be a steamy turd award winner if, if any of us bought it. <laughs> Luckily, none of us did. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Set after Tomb Raider, Lara Croft's experience of the supernatural on Yamatai has been covered up by the organization Trinity. In order to prove she is not insane, Lara becomes obsessed with finding the truth behind myths around the world. Rise of the Tomb Raider follows Lara Croft as she searches Siberia for the ancient city Kitez, built by Georgi II, the Grand Prince of Vladimir in the 13th century, which Lara believes holds some truth behind immortality. In a race against Trinity, a well-funded organization interested in the supernatural, Lara must survive against humans, animals, and the environment in order to find the truth behind the myths and become who she is destined to be. So Nice. Well, are you getting that? Uh, I was going to, but not anymore. Okay. Consider, consider, well, yeah, and considering I never played the one that came out. Did you download it? It's free. No, I mean, I've owned that game three different times and haven't played it. Have you traded it in all three times? Yeah. You should just download it now because it's free. You should just play it too. For what? Xbox One. It's Blame. free till the 15th. Yeah. I only have enough space for Halo. What? I don't delete anything. Don't you have a two terabyte? Mm, on my PlayStation. Oh, I thought you did on both. No. Shit. Wait, delete do you have it downloaded? What? Do you have it downloaded? Yeah, I downloaded it. I'll just play it off yours. Bam. Crazy. There's got to be something that... There's not. It's too good to be true. Yeah. Jake in the chat. Or not Jake, I'm sorry. Mike in Minnesota in the chat says he's pretty pumped for Tomb Raider. He really liked the reboot. Oh, the first one was fantastic. Yeah, we, Dan and I both huge fans. Yep. I actually, was, one of my, was that my surprise of the year? I think so. Might have been mine, too. Yeah. Takes place Last in the year. snow. Yeah. Which... Big fans of. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy this when it comes out on on Steam. Sometime, oh, you are? Sometime, oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that'll be later. Yeah, next year. That's I think right. it's I think it's first quarter of 2016 it's supposed to come out for I'm going to wait and buy it when it's out on PS4 just to spite them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm not really. Well, I, I still don't like that they did that, but. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's a fine. business. It's fine. Yeah. It's actually good because it, I mean, I. Well, Fallout 4 is coming out the exact same day, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy it anyway. I don't so. like it for, for people that don't own both systems. That sucks. Right. Especially if you're a Tomb Raider fan. That really blows. Yep. But what are you going to do? Yeah, I'll just play the first one. It'll come okay. out a year later for you. There'll be plenty to tide you over. Yep. Uh, so that's Rise of the Tomb Raider. Also on November 10th, Rodea, the Sky Soldier, for 3DS, Wii, and Wii U, uh, developed by Kotokawa Games and Prope and published by NIS America. It's a third-person action game. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of Sonic for some reason. I watched Sonic. some videos on that one. Uh, I don't know about it, but it keeps popping up in places I've seen. Like, there's articles about it seemingly everywhere. So, don't know. I haven't even heard of this, Dan. Yeah. Also on November 10th, 
StarCraft II Legacy of the Void. Will. Developed by Blizzard, published by Blizzard. Uh, the plot is you are Hyarch Artanis, leader of the mighty Protoss race. Years ago, your home world of Ire fell to the merciless Zerg Swarm. Now, at long last, you have raised a powerful fleet of warships known as the Golden Armada and are poised to reclaim your world. But an ancient evil, Amon, threatens this destiny and the fate of the entire galaxy. Only you can reunite the Protoss faction and defeat the coming darkness before it consumes all life in this sector. I'm really excited for this. I don't play StarCraft that much. Uh, I've played through a little bit of the story, but the Protoss are my favorite race because they're the coolest looking uh, race in the game, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the characters in the main story are going to be Artanis, Zeratul, Rohana, Karax, Vorazun, Kerrigan, and Raynor. Um, they're adding new multiplayer units. The Adept I recognize dis- some of those names. Yeah, yeah. Kerrigan and Raynor. Yeah, uh, Zeratul. And Artanis is a nibble bit, but he's coming into the game soon, too. Gotcha. Uh, new multiplayer units are the Adept, Disruptor, Cyclone, Liberator, um, Ravager, and Lurker. And the cool thing about this is they're adding an Archon mode, which there's two heads of a, of a, a base that you're controlling. So basically, if I wanted to teach one of you guys to play, we could do Archon mode, and we could both control the base and like micromanage different things so, like, Eric like can focus on the resources, and I can focus on the army, and then we can, you know, focus our efforts. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I haven't tried it yet. I, I got into the beta for it, but I never ended up trying it. I was waiting for it to come out. But look at see the board's awesome. Look up the trailers for it, too. The trailers are pretty, yeah, they're pretty amazing. amazing. They are amazing. <laughs> Blizzard Absolutely. cinematic stuff's awesome. I want to get StarCraft 2 at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I should have bought it when I was on sale. Maybe maybe it'll go on sale the holidays again and I'll buy it. Yeah. Who knows? Let's like see the void. It's a awesome. game I've always wanted to play too. Yeah. I want to get Diablo the 3 campaign. also from a PC. But. Yeah. Blizzard. <laughs> They're always just. Got you right by the balls. Getting my money. Not right now they don't. No, I'm free of Blizzard right yeah, now I've, too. I've freed my balls from their grasp. <laughs> <laughs> They had my balls for a good month, though, because yeah. I was playing Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone at the same time. It's cray-cray. Yeah. It was only about a month, though. But that's that's, pr- that's pretty good for Blizzard yeah. and me. Considering you don't like Blizzard no, very much. Don't. I'll come around someday. <laughs> Once Overwatch comes out, I'll come around probably. It's not supposed to be in beta this The beta is supposed to come out sometime this fall. So, Oh, my God. I hope I get into it. Am I going to be too. buying characters every month with that game? Oh, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Also, on November... Uh, no, moving on. November 13th. Back to the Future, the game for Xbox One and PS4. This is the current-gen release of the Telltale Games series on Back to the Future. I didn't know that Telltale did a Back to the Future. Yeah, that was one of their early ones. Was it any yeah. good? The first or second one, maybe? No good, Corey? No, not they, really. They did a Jurassic Park one, too. Huh. That, that might have been the first one, Jurassic Park. Didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, also, November, for November 13th, Football Manager 2016. Mike, I know that's for you. I think he's, he's still in the chat. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. That's going to be your jam. I think that's it for this page. Really? That's it? Yeah. That's yeah. it. We're done? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, November 17th, Star Wars Battlefront. Ooh. Eric, let's hear about Battlefront. I didn't have Battlefront. Oh, who had Battlefront? Did none of us have Battlefront? Nope. I had it in my head that Eric had it. I thought Corey picked it. 
Corey. I thought Eric picked it. Well, we can just talk about Battlefront. Yeah, we can. Uh, stupid. <laughs> Did I say Battlefront and then just not do it? I don't know. Let me check. See, what I, my strategy for picking the games I'll was the I'll pick the multiplayer ones that you guys probably didn't want to do. So that's why I picked them. And I thought that Corey would want to do Battlefront. I thought you picked it. Otherwise, I would have. Nah. No, you didn't. You said you picked Duty, Rainbow Six, and Halo. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. So yeah, I didn't none fuck of us, up. none of us had Battlefront. Well, let's discuss it. I man. would, I would have assigned it to Will, but yeah, um, it's developed by Dice and published <laughs> by EA. Obviously, it's a, it's supposed to be a reboot of the Battlefront franchise. Uh, we're all going to be playing the beta, I think, starting tomorrow. Well, at least me, Will, and Eric are going to be playing the beta starting tomorrow. tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Thursday. What no. time does it come out? 1. 1 p.m. Yeah, I can't guarantee you'll be able to get on at 1 p.m. because you know how those things go. There's a very good chance I won't be able to play it tomorrow gotcha. or until Sunday. We can at least download it maybe. I already did. Okay. Yeah, That then uh, I mean, maybe it'll work. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't write down anything on any game modes or, or whatnot, but we'll be talking about it next week. So. Yeah, we're going to do the beta beta recap next week for an episode so tune in then yeah but what have you thought of your the gameplay videos you've watched um it looks streamers i'm sorry it looks good i'm i'm my fear it like like with all multiplayer games i'm gonna play it for a month and never touch it again yeah because that's usually what i do um but it's star wars so that might uh keep me into it for a little bit longer than a month yeah all like just even the sounds of star wars just add something to it. Yeah, not just that, but it's got it like a lot of the explosions and stuff yeah. look like the first Star Wars movies, like yeah. kind of cheesy. Yeah, um, it doesn't look like a modern like you know AAA movie or whatever, um, which is cool. It, it's definitely got the Star Wars feel to it and the old Star Wars feel. Right. So right. Uh, graphically, it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Couldn't believe how good some of the graphics are. For that game, specifically on ta- the when they were doing the stuff on Tatooine, the I only saw Hoth battles. Yeah, they were doing. Uh, it was the ho- like Horde mode, basically. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They were, that was on Tatooine, and graphics are phenomenal. I was very surprised at how good they look. Nice. So, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll have fun with it. So cool. But you know, if the if the beta leaves a sour taste in my mouth, who knows? I hope you like it. I'll still get it. I mean, it's you, Star Wars. You got to take into account all the downtime from servers being overloaded. <laughs> I know. I'm hoping I can, because I'll, I'll be able to like play it at one when it unlocks. Yeah. Because um, it unlocks my, at one tomorrow. Yeah, one p.m. That's when my son's at school and my daughter's taking her nap. So I might play tomorrow if I can, or I'll try at least. I'm supposed to run some errands tomorrow at one, but I feel like I'm getting a little sick. Oh yeah. You do sound like you're coming down with something coming stuffy. Down, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You should probably text my girlfriend and tell her you're worried about me. <laughs> but I can should, do that. She should <laughs> set you up at home with some, some chicken video games. chicken noodle soup in your controller. Yep. I like That's it. Right. December for is there really nothing else in November? Did I miss a I know Pickens seemed a little slim. I just feel like I'm missing something. But it goes right from November 17th to December 1st, which is Just Cause 3. Will. Oh, I, you know, I think there were some unscheduled November releases that were supposed to, that are not necessarily coming out then, but 
Go ahead. November f- or December 1st, Just Cause 3, Will. Uh, developer is Avalanche Studios and the publisher is Square Enix. Uh, this plot is set several years after the events of Just Cause 2. Rico Rodriguez leaves the agency and returns to his homeland of Medici, a fictional Mediterranean, Mediterranean island who uh, is under the control of a brutal dictator, General Di Raviello. Uh, who has set his eyes on world domination. Wanting to stop him, Rico goes on a journey to destroy his evil plans. Now, Dan, you've played Just Cause. Are I these, played Just Cause 2. Just Cause 2. Are these stories, like, kind of zany and kind of... Oh, yeah, it's a nutty game. Okay. But it's really, really well done. Now, is it, like, on the the same path as, like, Saints Row? Zany? No. Far Cry? Far or, It's a lot like... like Far Cry? I would say a mix between Far Cry and Grand Theft Auto. Okay. So, uh, but it, but at the same time, like there's a lot of over the top stuff that would happen in like a Saints Row. Okay, so has so. the seriousness of those games, but the over the top action and explosions of Saints Row. Yeah. Okay. Seems like the perfect game. Oh, it's uh, Just Cause Two was awesome. Uh, Just Cause Three is an open world third person <laughs> action adventure game that will be set on the. Uh, yeah, I read that. Um, the island is going to be the size, uh, similar to Just Cause Two, uh, with 400 square miles. Pretty big. Yeah. Which is huge. Because um, it takes you a few minutes to, like, fly, like, ten minutes or or whatever to fly, like, a jet across yeah. the thing at full speed. It's crazy that on the 360 they were able to pull this game off. Yeah. In the yeah. PS3. Um, a variety of tools we provided to the players to, uh, for traversal in the game has been confirmed that Just Cause 2's signature features, the grappling hook, and the parachute will be reappearing with improved mechanics. The focus on chaos and exaggerated physics will also remain. Uh, they added a wingsuit. Which is permanently equipped by the player, which they're going to be. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> uh, so you'll be able to fly around. I guess like if you jump off a sh- like uh, airplane or something, you'll be able to like fly now. Oh, like uh, in the wingsuit, like base jump, yeah. base jumping kind of. Yeah. That's cool. Which is awesome. Um, let's see. They added uh, a couple of things. Like C four is infinite now, so you can just continue blowing oh blowing things stuff up, up for. However long you want. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, this game is very like based on creativity and destruction. Oh yeah. So it's it's one of those games that that gives you the tools and you make your own fun, like like a Far Cry. Yeah. Type of game. You know, do what you want. I mean, it's got storyline and stuff, but but this is part like, of part of the storyline is creating mayhem. Just in the to game, knock big buildings down for fun. Yeah, I don't know if there was any of that, but you know, blown up. Uh, bases and, and helicopters and boats and yeah. all that fun stuff. See, for this, it says, for instance, many things in the game, including structures like bridges and statues, can be destroyed in a oh, variety of ways. There a new you go. mechanic called Rebel Drop will be introduced that allows the player to pause the game to select equipment, weapons, and vehicles through the pause menu. The selected, selected objects will be dropped into the game's world and can be used by the players. That's cool. Yeah, I remember that being a little bit of a pain, equipment selection in, mm-hmm. in Just Cause 2, so if they can streamline that a little bit make it the third easier. one, make it easier, that would be... That'd be great. Um, yeah, this game seems awesome. Yep. It's one of the ones that I just, like, I don't pay that much attention to. And I don't really know why. I have no reason to not be excited for this. But yeah. I don't know. It seems like it'll be awesome. Yep. And it's a late game, so not really a lot of competition, right, in December? Besides, mm, same besides one game. <laughs> There's a couple things. Go ahead, Eric. Rainbow Six Siege. The same day as Just Cause 3. Rainbow Six Siege, developed by Ubisoft Montreal, published by... Ubisoft uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC Windows. Uh, it's a first-person team-based tactical combat shooter. 
Uh, I played the beta this past week. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, most of what I played was the online mode featuring 5v5 competitive gameplay where one team is attack, one team is defense, and pre-match you can... Uh, the team that is going to be on attack will send out drones and they can infiltrate the building and spot enemies and see where, so say it's, I think it's random whether it's like bombs that they have that you're trying to um, disarm, no, so you would be trying to arm the bomb, a uh, bomb that you're trying to arm so you would send your drone in to find where the bombs are mm-hmm. so you can easier set up a plan on how to get into the building and where to enter the building and things like that while the defending team can reinforce walls Uh, like one of the maps has garage doors that are an easy target because a lot of times the bomb would be in the garage so teams can put a charge up to blow through there but if you reinforce the walls there's only one class i think it's called the thermite uh where they have a special charge that can actually blow through the reinforced garage walls Mm -hmm. so you can put down like barbed wire to slow people down. You can put up new barricades, stuff like that. So you do all that pre-match uh, to kind of set up your strategy. Um, there are a number of different character classes. I wasn't going to go through all of them, but they all have their own special, unique ability that makes all of them useful. Like one of them has like a heartbeat sensor. That yeah. one's called Pulse, I think. Um, but they all do certain things. One of them has. Uh, body armor that he puts out for the team before the match. Like I said, the Thermite has a special charge that nobody else has that can get through uh, special reinforcement walls. Uh, So there's a lot of different ways that you can attack and approach, and I'm interested to see if this turns into like an eSport, kind of like Counter-Strike in a way. But the way that people will put their teams together will be really interesting, Um, you know, and set up different tactics and things like that. One of my favorite things in the game is the verticality. And using that to your advantage, like scaling decide, buildings, yeah, and you stuff. can repel up and down buildings, so you can go up on the roof and attack from the top, or you can literally go in any window by busting into it. Um, and you can also hang upside down or right side up. So, like, if you are if you've repelled up the side of a building completely and you want to repel back down, you can switch your stance so that you come down with your head facing the ground. Oh, that's so cool. when you peer into a window, all they can see is your head, so you're head. harder to hit. Yeah, um, Really cool. Uh, they, they really thought of a lot of different things with this game as far as tactics go. Another really cool thing was, um, at first I was wondering why my teammates were shooting through our walls, and it was because they were trying to create a better line of sight against the enemies as they're coming in. Ooh. Gotcha. Yeah, so depending on what kind of gun you have and, like, size of bullet and impact of the gun and things like that will determine how big the hole is that you put in the wall. Really? Yeah, it, it's really, really well done. I had a blast so, with it. So it's kind of the first game with really well-done, destructible environments. I mean, Battlefield to an extent, but as far... Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, a strategic thing... Bat- yeah. It's far more strategic than any ba- battlefield ever has been, but right. um, yeah, you can like I after I had died. Honestly, a lot of the fun came after I had died, which watching was the, the pretty damn team. quick. A lot of the times, <laughs> uh, watching my the teammates that were clearly Rainbow Six veterans. Hey, I was gonna say it's kind of a different skill set, even from like is. a more running gun type. Oh my of god, yes! If you run and gun, you'll get killed. Yeah, easy. Uh, it's a definitely definitely a different skill set. You you have to use teamwork. Like yeah. it's so important, and strategy plays into it very much. Like I got into a group um, 
and actually it was in one of the community things, one of the new PS4 communities. I got into a group through that, and there was a guy in our group who had clearly played this game and previous Rainbow Six games a shit ton, knew exactly what he was talking about. So he knew what all the classes were and was directing people on what to do, but not being an asshole well, about that's it. Good. Yeah, like he was being a good leader. Yeah. And he told me, you know, hey, put your armor down for everybody and then run upstairs and there's a trap door that's in the kitchen. I need you to reinforce that. So that's wow. what, yeah, it was, it was great. And like I wouldn't have had any fucking idea what I was doing. Right. So I didn't experience, I only experienced one douchebag that I muted because I stole his kill. Like, all right, dude. Yeah. This is not a kill stealing kind of game. Right. Like, it's completely teamwork oriented. It's not like that. So I, I muted him immediately. But he was the only one. Everybody else was pretty helpful and, uh-huh. and really cool, which I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, it's 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 much different than than any other shooter that I've played. But I haven't played any of the other past Rainbow Six games, so right. it might be like those. I don't know. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. it Playing the beta talked me into getting it, uh-huh. which is going to be tough because I want to get Just Cause 3 too. <laughs> uh, there's also Terrorist Hunt mode that I played, which you can do solo. Um, it's basically AI enemies, and there's different difficulty settings. It's, it was pretty hard for me on hard, um, but it's kind of the same thing just against AI. Um, I think there might be some sort of wave, like horde mode kind of thing in there. Mm-hmm. And also Hostage mode was announced, but that wasn't in the beta. Gotcha. But that was, I think, the one Corey was really interested in. Was it not, Corey? Yeah, probably. Hostage mode. That was what they showed at the the reveal of oh, Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, yeah, ago. half ago. Yeah. So, and that's that's. And I heard another podcast talking about how that's even going to add like even more strategy to it. Yeah. Because you have to be more careful, like with a hostage. I yeah. was going to say uh, what I was talking about as far as watching the teammates after I had died. What they did was they knew what room the last one or two guys were in from the opposite team. So what they did was each of them strapped uh, a charge to either side of the wall and just blew two holes through the wall and shot the shit out of them. It nice. was awesome. And this like they set the, too good to be yeah, true. Yeah, they set this whole plan up and it was it was fucking great. Um but it's like it's really realistic as far as like shooting through walls and stuff because yeah. you take you take less damage, you deal out less damage and like the the gun you're using matters a lot. I notice that. Like when you're shooting through wall, if you're using like a pistol or something, it doesn't do nearly the amount of damage as it does if you're like using a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, I thought they did that really well. Um, there's a lot of stuff to unlock. Different, like I said, the classes. Um, there's different nationalities of classes. There's like FBI. There's Spetsnaz, um, and each of them has a set of attacking classes and defending classes. Like, I really enjoyed it. So. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. How do you think this game will be ruined? <laughs> How are all these multiplayer online games ruined? Yeah. By assholes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you care that there's no campaign? No. Yeah. I don't know how it would be ruined. I I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Really, I mean, the only way to ruin it is by people not playing the way it's supposed to be played. Well, but, that, but... Or, or it not, not having staying power, maybe. If it doesn't catch on as like an eSport, which I think it really could be. I, I immediately thought to myself, wow, this, this, I could see people getting balls deep into this and like strategy and shit. That seems like it would be really fun to watch too. Like it watch was. two really good teams yeah. going at it. Like I, It was just as intense when I was watching my teammates try and finish up a round yeah. as it was when I was playing in it. Yeah. If not more, because I was terrible. Right. <laughs> and I knew it was coming to me. <laughs> uh, gotcha. 
Yeah, but it yeah, it's it's round based, so there's like six rounds, so best of or seven rounds, whatever. Uh first team to three would win mm. and it's it can get pretty intense. Nice. It was nice. Okay. Uh, that's it for Rainbow Six Siege, correct? Yes, sir. All right, December 4th, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Corey, what do you got? Yeah, so Xenoblade... I'm echoing really bad. Whatever. Just it's go. really hard to talk. Um, Here's what I'll do. Probably the internet. I can't hear you guys right now. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is an action RPG and is the successor to Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. Uh, did you ever end up playing that, Dan? I played it on 3DS. Oh, okay. Not as good on 3DS as I can imagine it would be on Wii. It's just too small right. of a screen. Yeah. Um, it's a Wii U exclusive. It's set in... I didn't realize this at first until I was doing the research for this, but it is set in 2054 um, in our universe. Two yep. alien factions are battling it out in the vicinity of Earth, and because of the collateral damage that fight causes earthlings are forced to evacuate and the story of the game is it follows uh passengers on the american ship called the white whale which crash lands on this planet called mira i think and uh they're pursued by aliens there as well so it's an open world rpg um it's not really what you're thinking it's not in the vein of like uh any of the bethesda games uh, or like Witcher or anything like that. It plays more like, or at least the uh, the first one did, and from from what I understand, this one does too. It kind of plays more like a single player MMORPG. Yeah, totally. Um, you can free roam during battle. Your abilities have cooldown timers, um, all that kind of stuff. But in this one, uh, exploration is a much bigger part of the game, and the. I was initially kind of concerned because the game is already out in Japan and it's was pretty well received there but Richard Eisenbeis yeah wrote a not so great preview of it of the import version of the game uh, on Kotaku yep. um, but I, re- I read that yeah and he was basically said it was boring yeah which I could see because I kind of got bored with the first one which is why I stopped playing it and it is a super long game I guess the the takes like 80 hours to beat or something like that yeah Uh, and that's not even doing everything Uh, but one thing he and all the japanese reviews agreed on was how beautiful the game is and how much fun it is to explore uh, just because the world is is so cool Uh (coughs) excuse me um so with the emphasis on exploration you obviously you could do that on foot but there's also these things called scales which in japan are called dolls and they're mechs for lack of a better word uh, but they transform. They can fly. They can swim. They can turn into a motorcycle or a tank, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it's a big part. It's a big part of the gameplay too, because you have to concern yourself with fuel and parts and stuff like that for for your mech. But you don't get it until about halfway through the game. Uh, but once you get it, it sort of, from what I understand anyway, changes the game, and you can use it in combat and stuff too. So uh, looks pretty cool. Um. Yeah, that's all I've got for that. Are 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 I'm kind of back, back in on it after doing the research today on it. Yeah, it's a definite every, definite buy for me. Yeah, it's the only thing I could find that was really negative was that Kotaku article. Yeah, it just happened to be the one that I read a while ago. Yeah, 
having you... read through a few other ones. Uh, Nintendo World Report gave it a pretty favorable review. Yeah. No, I mean, I, and I could even see uh, the I could see the the downsides of it. Uh, but but for me, like it's it's going to be one of those games that I'm not going to like. I'm going to take my time with that. I'm not going to be able to power through it like I did, like like The Witcher or something like that. Like it's a game I'll fire up and play for a couple hours here and there, and and you know just work my way through it slowly. I'm not going to because of the you know if 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 the story's not excellent, like that seems like a lot of hours to to put into a game. But which yeah. I, I, from what I gather, the story's just kind of average. It's kind of your mm-hmm. average. Uh, sci-fi JRPG type of story, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I read there's like twelve. Only the game itself is only twelve story missions, but you have to do side missions right. to unlock the story missions, and the side missions can be as boring as yeah. going to a quest board, and yeah. just going to a waypoint kind of thing. Yeah, which uh, is fine, yeah. but I mean, everyone seems to say that the, the world is interesting enough that that makes makes that all that stuff okay. So, yeah, I like I said, it's still a definite buy for me. Um, I've been interested in it for a while. Yeah, so. and for a JRPG, it's got um, pretty interesting combat. Yeah, so I love the I love the blend of of science fiction, and fantasy, you know, the guns and the swords and stuff, oh, and then yeah. and then with the with the mechs, that seems like it's going to be a a really neat mechanic. So, so it is a definite buy for you still. Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting it. Okay. All no, right. no question. I might have to as well. I might have to hold on to my Wii U. Yeah. A few more months. <laughs> I'm going to need that video card, though. No, you're not. As soon as it drops in price. For what? What do you need it for? Oculus Ready. I just need to stay with the times, man. Oh, all right. Just need to upgrade. Yeah. It's a, it's like a zoo up there. <laughs> I was going to say, what's going on upstairs, Dan? My... Mom bedtime? Is, mom, well, well, mom, well, bedtime is always a fight, but mom's watching the, the kids tonight, so they're uh, a little more hyper than usual. Bobby. Oh, Bobby's up there. Yeah. So She finally sent me her goulash recipe. Oh, Ooh, I love goulash. I do, too. I talked her into it, Corey, for you. Thanks, dude. What'd you say? Nothing. Wait, was it a secret? No, well, I texted her a while ago, and she's like, Off oh, the yeah, rails here, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not. A, it, it's one of those. I forgot about goulash yeah. as like a recipe when you when you my, left the country. When did I leave the country? Well, like the the countryside. Oh, like oh, your hometown. Well, I, honestly, I can't remember the last time I've eaten it. Probably oh, ten, since high school. Yeah, I was gonna say when fifteen years the ago. Country. Yeah. Then you went um, to the city in Ithaca, and then you went to the bigger city. But a coworker <laughs> was eating it at work the other day. I was like, what do you got there? And he's like, it's goulash. And I was like, I forgot about goulash. And then I remembered mom always used to make it. And I texted her and I'm like, can you send me your goulash recipe? Yum. Nice. Sounds good. My dad used to make something called cowboy food, which is similar to goulash. Mm-hmm. But him and his friends would eat it when they hunted. Nice. They'd make a huge pot of it out in the garage while they were skinning deer. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's one of those nice. dishes that you can like eat an infinite amount of. Oh yeah. God, yeah! It's so good, and it just goes down. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it's easy to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like jambalaya. Yeah, just put it away. Here's your recipe tips from the Thumbstick Athletes. <laughs> <laughs> One last game, December 10th, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon World for PC, developed by Nerizio Cre- Nerizio Creations and published by Atari. It is the fifth installment in the Roller Coaster Tycoon series. I didn't take any more notes than that. Game published awesome. by Atari. Published by didn't Atari. Did EA have a 
Roller Coaster Tycoon game recently? That was hot garbage. iOS port, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Sounds right. So that's it for our games preview. We're going to take a quick break and be back in just a moment with our nibble bits and our weeks. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 220 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our nibble bits segment. Uh, who should I start with? Eric, I'll start with you. What do you got for us? Uh, I only have one nibble bit, and it's not necessarily gaming related. It's. It, I think I know what you're talking about. It's food related, it's which, food related. which is Thumbstick Athlete podcast related. But th- this is big news in, in for gamers, gotcha. at least oh, in, yeah. in this circle. Yeah. In my mind. Uh, McDonald's now serves breakfast all day. So you can go get your McMuffins or your hash browns or my personal favorite, the sausage burritos, which are light and delightful. Yeah, they are good. Uh, But anyway, the reason I tweeted this was this was an article on The Guardian written by Adam Gabbett. Did anybody read it? Uh, I I uh, glossed over it. I got a chuckle from it. I don't often get a chuckle from things. Uh, so I would highly recommend reading it. What it is is his boss told him to eat McDonald's breakfast all day for a day. Anytime he got hungry, I want you to go get McDonald's and get breakfast. So that's what he did. He went at 10, he went at 12.30, 6, and he took a date there at 8 because he had a date already set up. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He went to, he went to the date at 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. So he he basically told her he's like we're going to McDonald's. Yep. So she <laughs> turned out to be a vegan. She was a vegan. She was a vegan. <laughs> so while he was sitting there having something to drink, she just got up and left. <laughs> but it it recaps his whole day and yeah. like his coworkers telling him he was disgusting and things like that. Now what surprises me is like I'm surprised it took him this long to start serving breakfast all day. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I am too. Because I feel like McDonald's breakfast was always one of my favorite things Yeah, at McDonald's. Their stuff is good. Taco Bell might be better though. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely prefer Taco Bell. But I do but... like a McMuffin. A Beardless too. yes, I believe you can get hotcakes. They are not pancakes. They are hotcakes at yeah. McDonald's. Which are also really good. And you can get them every day. All day. I recently came uh, came into liking of the, the McGriddles. The sausage and egg and cheese McGriddles. Do you is know that fantastic. that's the worst thing for you? you can get on not, the breakfast menu. I am not surprised. It's got like a thousand calories I in am a not, sandwich. Not surprised by that. <laughs> it's like this big. It's like it's basically a, it's pan- like a hockey puck. The the bun is a pancake with syrup in it, basically, and then it's got yeah. sausage, egg, and cheese. Oh, it's delicious. So it's good. sweet. And you couple it with the sausage. Yep. Oh, I don't like it's the, like maple sausage. I don't like the bacon one as much, but the yeah. sausage one is fabulous. No, you're absolutely right, Dan. Uh, but you can order, you could get like a Egg McMuffin and a double quarter pound of cheese. Yeah. Crazy. A lot of possibilities now. A lot of possibilities. Yeah. I like all their Egg McMuffins. Their bagel sandwiches are good. I used to live right next door to McDonald's, so I've had everything, everything on this. Yeah. So. I used to try to kill myself through eating, so I've had the same. <laughs> Me too. I've been a lot better about it. <laughs> okay. Will, what do you got? Yeah. Me. Uh, my first one is that heavy rain in Beyond Two Souls. Uh, the person who... I forgot the studio that makes the games because this is my nibble bit from last week. It'll come to me. Uh, but that's, Quantic Dream? No. Keep going. 
It'll come to me. I'll, I'll just look it up. Any, <laughs> anyway, the head of that studio said that they are going to announce PlayStation 4 uh, remakes, re-releases, remasters, whatever, for Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, uh, Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream? Mm-hmm. Soon. So that's exciting because I want to play Heavy Rain really, really bad. Oh, that's coming to PS4. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy that again. Fucking great game. And if it's sort of like Until Dawn, I will, the gameplay-wise, I, I will love it. Doubt it. Isn't it a lot of quick time events? Story driven? Yeah. I'd have to see Until Dawn more. Okay. It's probably a little more rough around the edges. Yeah. yeah. Heavy Rain? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But I'm excited to play it. Uh, Beyond Two Jason? Souls. Jason? Pardon? Who? Jason. <laughs> okay, Corey. <laughs> anyway. Heavy Rain. Come on, guys. I didn't play it. Spoilers. So I didn't get your reference. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Corey, as soon as I'm done playing a game, I forget everything that happened in it. <laughs> How could you forget that? I, I'm an idiot. Jason, right? Yeah, remember when he's chasing after his son? You're spoiled. Oh. It. It's, yeah. the, it's the first thing you do in the game. I don't yeah. care. That's probably why I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, my other nibble bit is that if you pre-ordered Legacy of the Void, uh, you get Artanis, who is the new hero coming in, um, a week early. So it's October 27th is when Artanis is coming out. You can now get him October 20th. And I'm really excited because he's one of two of my most anticipated characters that I wanted in the game. So I'm really excited to play him. Back nice. to your previous nibble bit. What? Beardless in the chat says Heavy Rain involves more controller movement than Until Dawn. I believe it. There's not a ton of controller movement in Until Dawn. Yeah. So. So there's that. Yeah. Nice. I still need to play Until Dawn. Stream for the heavy extra life. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I'll go next. Ubisoft has been doing some teasing <laughs> for a lengthy amount of time on Ubisoft's official Twitch channel. They had been broadcasting a still image of a crude caveman drawing. It turned out to be an announcement for Far Cry Primal, Ooh. a Far Cry set in the Stone Age. It will feature interactions with various tribal societies, woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, etc. Current release window is early 2016. How do we feel about Far Cry Primal? Yeah. I didn't see the trailer. I didn't either, but uh, I, I like the concept. It seems mm-hmm. cool. There's going to be no guns. No guns. Bows and arrows and, and spears and probably axes, you know, That'd Stone cool. Age weapons. I'm totally fine with that. I think that sounds great. Yeah, uh, that does sound great. It's kind of like Far Cry's finding its way. It's the same thing like when Assassin's Creed found its way, like developing all its gameplay only to discover oh this is a better this gameplay is better suited to pirating than it is being an assassin yeah <laughs> and in far cry it's like oh this gameplay is better suited for hunting than it is for yeah that makes sense that's the best part of far cry in my opinion right hunting animals yeah i don't agree with that but it's fun yeah well you like the series a lot more than i do yeah I'm a big fan. I do really enjoy hunting animals. No, yeah, it's, especially it's fun, bears. But... Yeah, good good time period though. I don't. Uh, oh, has yeah. that been explored in games before? I don't think so. Like the Ice Age, right? Yeah, it's after the ice, last Ice Age, it's the Stone Age. Stone That's Age. Cool. Woolly mammoths and saber toothed tigers. I don't know yeah. if they were around at the beginning of the Stone Age, but they're in this game, so. Yeah, I'm looking for that's that's a definite day one. Yeah, buy. I'll be buying that too. This is it's a cool idea. I like when they when they try new things like that too. Sure. You know, 
That's awesome. Uh, and then my last nibble bit, a few select physical game retailers will be selling Steam hardware through the holiday season. GameStop, Game UK, and EB Games will be offering Steam controllers, the Steam Link, and Steam Machines. No word yet on if uh, online retailers like Amazon or Newegg will be offering the same things. Currently, the only place to get Steam hardware is through Steam. Are you getting your Steam machine, Dan? I'm not getting a Steam machine. Here we go. I would like a Steam Link, yes. I don't. I, I don't think I can afford it. But are you guys finally going to give me credit for my prediction? What's I was that? on you your side, Corey. I'm not giving you. You shit. wouldn't give it to me last year. No, the, the no on, credit. The only one that seems to be doing well, from what I can tell, is the Alienware Alpha Steam Machine. Mm. But the at least the early generations of the Alienware Alpha had Windows on them, so a lot of people would just get it as like a inexpensive computer because I think there were the that it was only like 400 or 450 and it was basically like a a computer um and it came with a uh, Xbox 360 controller to plug it into but those are always sold out like on Newegg and Woot has them occasionally and they're always sold out but I think it's cuz of the price point I think it's cuz it's like I said 400 bucks or 450 bucks yeah I don't know about any of the other ones I'm interested in the Steam controller, but I have to use it first before I actually plop down fifty bucks for it. it seems like a good idea, but I've got to I've got to use it before I make a decision on it. How can you use it before? I don't know. If, I'm not sure if they're going to be setting up like kiosks at like GameStop or not, or if it's just going to be like you can buy the controller here. You know? Yeah. So that's interesting. Corey, what do you got for nibble bits? Just a few quick hitters. The PS4 will see a $50 price drop this fall. Uh, as of today, Best Buy listed a $350 PS4. So get it now. Do you know if that still comes with The Last of Us like the other ones did? I'm not sure if there's any any bundles. Uh, I thought I was under the impression that all PS4s were now coming with The Last of Us. Yeah, I think you're right. Then probably. It's a hell of a deal. Um, yeah, $350 bucks in in. The way I like to look at it is if you're thinking about getting one, get one now. That way you have the most amount of time between the now and the next price drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jump on it. So you don't feel bad about buying it two weeks before a price drop. Yeah. Do it. Just do it now. Words of wisdom from Corey. Do it now. <laughs> like the people that bought uh, Xbox Ones when the price went up for a week or whatever it was. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. That sucks. It's great. <laughs> prison architect is out of alpha version 1.0 is now live they did add some new stuff with the version 1.0 including a campaign story mode which is good i guess for new players to learn the basics of the game are you gonna, i had a good time with prison architect i was gonna was say are you, of, gonna, are you gonna return <laughs> probably yeah um because i guess it's you know a 2015 release so yeah probably give it a little time i enjoyed what i played before it was just a little rougher on the edges but that makes sense because it was i mean still in early access right. last year at this point probably it was probably yeah probably a year ago okay uh and then divinity original sin i think didn't you talk about this in our preview dan yes for ps4 xbox yeah. one release date is october 27th so uh-huh. It's officially called the Enhanced Edition. Has a new interface, four controllers, uh, local and local split screen, and uh, online co-op. Uh, and they added full voice acting. The game had some voice acting before, but I guess they voiced all the main characters. Cool. Definitely check it out. I loved that game a yeah. lot. 
a I'll, whole lot. I'll get to it someday. Me too. I don't know if I can fit in a 60 or 70 hour hour RPG right now, but I don't think it's that long, it. is it? I think it took you a long time. I don't remember. Yeah, it did. That, that was a lengthy play, Corey. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other nibbits, Corey? No, sir. How, how was your week? I want to hear about Good the Martian. As... I want to hear about what? the Martian. Yeah, so I went to see the Martian. Uh, I didn't even realize it was in theaters. And then on Monday, it, I saw like some article, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's in theaters. I thought it was later in the month, but I texted my girlfriend right away, and I'm like, can we go see the Martian tonight? Um, I really liked it. I had some issues with it. I didn't love it. It seems like if you read the book, you appreciate the movie a lot more. Okay. Um, because the book is a lot of science. Yeah. And the movie is science, not a lot of science, but you're kind of confused as to, like, is this a movie or is this, like, an exploration of, of science, you know? Right. It doesn't it doesn't do the science stuff to the point where I would consider it a science movie, you know? Yeah. The, but the closest thing I could compare it to is, like, Apollo 13. Okay. Where everyone's kind of working together. There's no antagonist. Um, everyone's trying to work together to, to Mar- bring... Mars is the antagonist. Right, yeah, man versus nature. Yep. Um, but it it was really good. I, I thought they missed some opportunities too. Again, I didn't read the book. I, I've been told even if you've seen the movie, go back and read the book. Yeah. Um, but I thought they missed some opportunities, especially with Matt Damon. Uh, you kind of wonder what I think it was five hundred days uh, does to a man living alone on a planet. I think some episodes of The Twilight Zone did a better job exploring that than this movie did. Uh, I'm pretty it, sure you'd go batshit crazy. Yeah, yes. and they do touch on that a little bit, but like, wow, what a great... It's a two-hour and 20-minute movie. Wow. What a great opportunity to, like, explore some of the philosophical side of it. Yeah. Um, and every time Matt Damon's on screen, it's just kind of funny. Like, silly funny. Okay. Because uh, he's a... It's, I guess it, he has a good sense of humor is, is what they tried to get across, but that's, like, every scene with him. Yeah, but I feel like that would get... It would probably get dark, you know? It, I think it would be a d- dark psychological, yep. you know? I Yeah, happenings. that's what I was waiting for, but it never... never. I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, but... I, I, I liked the movie. I didn't love it. Okay. Uh, I, I do think you should go see it. It, it does a lot of cool things. Um like I said, the science part of it is, is good. It's good to see that kind of movie versus, you know, some silly dramatization of a man on Mars. Um, right. I actually have that audio book. Started I was it. About, yeah, I was thinking about maybe just doing the audio book. I got kind of bored. Who's the book yeah. by? I don't know. Oh. I'll look. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He self-published it. Nice. And then put it out like he just posted, wrote it on his blog or something like that, and then he published it on Kindle. I love that. Andy Weir. Andy Weir, yeah. Okay, not familiar with the name. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Uh, Will and I have been continuing our Final Fantasy Tactics playthrough, although uh, the YouTube has really slowed me down for whatever reason. Our Swaggy Woods episode, <laughs> episode, uh, video number four. Whenever I upload it, has no audio. It has audio on my computer, but once YouTube has it and it's uploaded, there's no audio. And I I can't. I've uploaded it five different times, and every time it has no audio. And that was quite the battle. Yeah, that one was a tough one. But we started doing the voices of the characters, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Will does a great August. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll be talking a little more Final Fantasy Tactics during what we played, but because I have mm-hmm. some things I need to bring up about it. When are we well, played it too? So we're gonna we're, we're gonna do the episode. Um, next, is it next week or the week after? It won't be next week because it's Battlefront. It's probably the week after. I think we can skip Battlefront. We should no. talk about Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coming down with something, Corey. Yeah, <laughs> Eric's gonna have illness in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So he- Will and I have been doing that. Please check it out on YouTube. Nobody seems to care, which is fine. Like, it's an older game, but, uh, you know. I've watched every episode. How it's, dare you? We're going we're gonna to keep doing it whether anybody watches or not. But There's going to yeah. be, like, 90 videos from Final Fantasy Tactics. It's fine. We, yeah, we try to have fun with it, and uh, I think we're getting better at it. The first one was a little bit rocky. Sure. I, I thought the first one was rocky. It got pretty good, and then the one where we did Dorder started rocky. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we died a few times too. Yeah. Dorder's a hard. That's a hard one. That's, yes. Yeah. It is it's very hard. Um. There's that hockey season started today. Yeah. Rangers are playing. I think they're still winning. Three to Three two, two Rangers. I just looked. Yeah. Uh, I also tried daily fantasy hockey for today. Through DraftKings. Through Yahoo. Oh. Uh. I waged a dollar. Um, and you can win, I forget what first place is, it's like 200-something. But uh, I'm currently ranked 70 of 1,010. That's not too shabby. And if I finish out there, I'll win $2. Wow. wow. Uh, I was up to, like, rank 40, or I think 34 was my highest so far for the night, and that would have netted me $4. So Is this where your gambling begins? Yeah, I've done, I've done, I've bet on sports before in the past. Not, never any money that's just a know, little nothing significant. Worthwhile. Yeah, it's just it's something to add a little. Oh fun yeah, to I the... remember you used to do that. Yeah, yeah it's, fun. To... it's fun. Just a little bit here and there. Yeah, it's something fun. to wet uh, your whistle. I went with Henrik Lundqvist, Kari Romo, Tyler Bozak, Derek Steppen, Matt, Max Pacioretty, Chris Kreider, Johnny Gaudreau, PK Subban, who's killing it for me, and Alexei Emelin just for today. Um, I mean, nice. Patrick had two goals. Patrick had two, yeah. Stepan yeah, had one 21. too, didn't he? Kreider yeah. had one too. Yeah, I made some good picks. Dang. Yeah. Dang, girl. Well done. <laughs> Doing well. Uh, I know a lot of people that do the fan duels uh, football. That's the big one. I, I, don't, I don't know. I never really considered it. I didn't even realize it was legal. I didn't States. either. It, that there's probably a gray area type of thing that they're exploiting there, you know. Fantasy football yeah. versus yeah. gambling. It's like it's like the whole uh, when you pay to buy in-game gold in the, in a MMORPG, like you're not paying for the actual gold, you're paying for the time the person spent gathering that. So you're paying, you know, you're paying the person for for yeah. hours spent. It's that the, probably that kind of weird legal technicality thing uh-huh. that they're getting through. You're not actually betting on the game. You're betting on an individual player doing well in a game, that type of thing, you know? Because yeah. mm. I think it's the same type of thing. You pick players, right, to, to yeah. do well? Oh, yeah, you pick a full team. Mm-hmm. I, it, that. seems weird to me. Yep. Okay. But it, that's, we shall see. Uh, it's fun doing the daily fantasy. Yeah. Probably do it here and there when there's just a, a few games. I, I feel like I'll get overwhelmed on those nights where, like, on a Saturday night? Ten games, yeah. 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 Okay. Eric, what do you got for us? What'd you do this week? Oh, God, I played a lot of Destiny this week, Dan. That we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let's see, what else did I do? The Bills suck. I don't oh, know yeah. what happened. They look like a JV team against the Giants with a shit ton of injuries the Giants had. I couldn't believe it. I don't bet on sports myself, except that in my fantasy leagues. Yeah. But I was so confident that I bet two Giants fans on this game. I thought there's no way. Mm-hmm. I didn't play Eli Manning because I was like, oh boy, playing the Bills. Yeah. So I played Peyton, and I lost because of yeah. it. Yeah. I don't have any clue. Like, the Bills look like complete shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, excited to see the Sabres this season. Um, I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm again, and there was a specific scene that made me think of Dan. Uh, what it was is uh, Larry, Larry David, the creator of Seinfeld, the main character, he goes to a party. I think it was an anniversary party for Ted Danson and his wife. Oh, what's her name? Mary Steenburgen. Uh-huh. Okay. So he goes to the, the birthday party. <laughs> And his manager, Jeff, and his wife, their gift to Ted and Mary is having their daughter sing them a song. So she she gets up there and starts singing, and she's just really bad. So Larry, he, Larry's just a crazy bastard, and, like, he just bitches about everything. So he just, like, kind of goes up and cuts her off and does one of these, oh, yeah. Everybody, give her a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Like, kind of tries to shut her up, and everybody's like, oh, my God. But later on in the episode, somebody was telling him he was being an asshole or something like that, and he's like, ah, I just don't really like the sound of the human voice. <laughs> and it made me think of Dan. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It that's, was funny as shit. stuff. But that show is severely underrated. I know a lot of people like it. But people don't like it enough. Yeah. It is severely underrated. Is, so, this is on Netflix, right? No. I have it on Amazon Prime. Okay. It is so damn funny. Oh, my God. I'm on the seventh season. I'm going to be devastated when I'm done. Yeah. That always oh. sucks when you There's seven he, watch everything. There's eight or nine. Wow, I didn't know it was that long ago. He's, he's getting crazier, too. Like, he's getting more combative. It's great because he, he has friends. Like, he's friends with Ted Danson and this guy named Marty and uh, his manager. But all they do is fight with each other. <laughs> like, it starts off with something simple. Yeah. Like, you know, like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. But then it just spins into them just getting in a screaming match and swearing at each other. And the last episode, Rosie O'Donnell, they went out to lunch. And she grabs the bill to pay for it, as someone would do. And he starts arguing with her that he... <laughs> He wants to pay for the bill because he's the person that asked her out to lunch, so he should pay for it. And she's like, well, I grabbed it first. And he's like, well, that's not the etiquette. I asked you to come out to lunch with me. So they end up screaming at each other and wrestling with each other <laughs> in this restaurant. And that's, like, how every episode. Nice. And one of my favorite characters, he ends up adopting this family that got flooded out in, in New Orleans. And Leon is the, the character. Fucking hilarious. I, you just need to watch it. Nice. So funny. <laughs> So, so funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think I did too awful much. I played a lot, a lot, a lot of Destiny this week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Will, what about you? Boy, besides shooting the Final Fantasy Tactics videos and going to school and work, uh, not a whole lot. I played a little bit of Heroes and Destiny. Uh, yeah. I had a moment, actually. I was coming home last night. And uh, somebody's car broke down, and it was a younger female, closer to my age, was on the side of the street, and <laughs> I was gonna op- I was gonna offer to help, 
and ask if she needed any help, but I felt like I was being creepy. And I didn't want to give that vibe off, so I isn't, just kept going. Isn't that, isn't that too bad, though, that we live in that type of world where that's the moment you I, could be considered creepy for offering to help somebody? Yeah. Um, like, I just it was like, I don't want her to think I'm being a weirdo. So, I so just, you splash a puddle on her when you're driving by so her. So I just sped past her. <laughs> Should have flipped her off out the window, too. Get out of the road. <laughs> Throw something at her. Well, what happened was is when you're turning off Hooper onto Taft. Yeah. Um... Like, she pulled over Up kinda, the hill? Yeah, up the hill a little bit, but when she turned, like, her car kind of just, like, stopped. So, like, she was in that turning right lane. Oh, uh, okay. Still, so, like, I was stopped there for, like, a second, and she's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, it's all right. So I just gunned it around. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I thought about it today. I was like, is that mean? Like, should I have asked? No, she probably had already called someone on her phone, and someone was probably on the way to pick her up. That's you know? true. That or, sort of thing. Or she was a stalker. Who had been planning out this fake break, this car breakdown for years? I like it. And you totally blew by her. She's been listening to the podcast for say, four years. It would, ha- it would have to be. It's the next athletes. until dawn. It's gonna be. It's gonna be around a podcast night where we're recording <laughs> in Dan's basement, and all the lights are gonna. The power's go out, gonna go out, and Will Stalker is gonna come in, and we're fucked. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like this. We should read a movie on this. Yep. But uh, other than that, that was like my excitement for the week. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Having a blast. Hey, I had nothing to talk about for this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, getting older fun. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, literally nothing. Like I, I put a heavy focus on trying to play uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Did so. you beat it? I beat it. Hey! Did you, get the, did you get the true ending? I did get the true ending. Nice. I made sure to get the true ending. I'm proud um, of you, Dan. They probably could have cut the game off at the or level 30 ending. Yeah. Um, and it would have been fine. I, I was kind of confused by the whole thing. Well, I guess we'll transition into what we played. Um, yeah, I did beat it. So you wrestled through that mission that was giving you pits. I did. That was actually the only one that gave me a lot of trouble. Uh, what number it, was that? It was 36. Six or thirty-seven. Okay. But what what the the end of the game missions are mostly um there you have to redo missions that you did in the past, but there's an added level of difficulty. So I'd already done this mission. I didn't realize it, um, but I had to do it stealth only. So and all those missions are like that. Like uh, one of them was the one where you have to fight quiet again, but it's a lot harder because if you take one hit, you die. Oh my god, that was really hard. Uh, I ended up looking up a, a little help for that one because sure. there's no way in hell I would have beaten that on my own. No way in hell. I just wasn't good enough at the game. So uh, I, I'm not going to spoil my my little trick that I use, but it's kind of a kind of a cheap cheap trick. But cheesed it. Yeah, I love uh, cheap trick. I didn't care t- care for for that the rehashing of the missions very much. Yeah. I, I felt like it just added length that didn't need to be there. Um, and the, the stealth stuff, there was actually maybe two or three more total stealth missions that if you got spotted, but I just really, I really took my time. Uh, I brought quiet with me. Uh, one of them was, I don't know if you guys did the mission where you have to blow up the, the oil tank and then you have to like shut something off. I had to to redo that one without being seen. Oh God. Well, I just brought quiet in with me. I had to shoot everybody (laughs) in the whole base and then I went in and and blew stuff up. So there was no one in there. Um, yeah, I got spotted. I was actually lucky to get out of that one. Yeah, that was a hard one, and there's no yeah. way I would have been able to do it like sneaking in on my own. So, 
like I said, I just stayed I stayed hidden up on that mountain that's right next to it, yep. or the cliff next to it, and I had quiet kill everybody. I took a few sniper shots myself. Did you but... find her hard to control at first? Like you weren't really yes. sure. I figured it out later, a little bit later on yeah. how to how to utilize her. Because um, I, I felt like I would tell her to go in and scout an area, and she just wouldn't. She doesn't pick up everybody either when you go in there. Yeah. Like, a lot of times there will be a handful of guys that she doesn't notice. I don't know if they're inside maybe, um, but you have to be careful. Uh, D-Dog is a lot better for that, for, for locating mm-hmm. targets and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was an awesome game. It took me 49 hours to beat it. Uh, I'm only at 50% completion, too. Wow. Um, yeah. So there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Uh I, I left a bunch of the, the missions undone because the, the end game mission, I guess, is mission number 46. Uh, and you unlock it through doing various things. I'm not even quite sure what they are, but <laughs> it popped up before I before I needed to do, like, I think I had completed through mission, like, 42, so 43, 44, 45, and then 47 through 50, I didn't need to do. I just jumped to mission 46 and, and finished the game. So nice. Yeah. Uh, it was an awesome game though. Surprisingly good. Good. Uh, dragged a little bit at the end, but, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience that game. Yeah. I don't think I would like redoing the commissions. No, it pissed me off a little bit because yeah. some of the, of the ones were, were like really hard missions and I yeah. felt like I got lucky beating them the second time. So as much as I loved that game, I might, I might be done with it. I could it's see it weird. being a game that's hard to get into after you haven't played it for a little yeah. while. Uh, just because there's so many like con- weird controls and stuff for it, right? I could, I could definitely see that. It's a good game, huh? It's a solid game. It is a very good game. <laughs> Have you even played it? Not yet. Yeah, it's a very good game though. Um, I would I would definitely recommend it for just about everyone to play. Uh, the only other thing I played, I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions yeah. on my phone. How's that? Weird, I know. Uh, it's actually not too bad. Um. It controls surprisingly well. Navigating the menus is a little bit difficult, uh, like when you're equipping stuff or when you're trying to level up your your character's jobs and stuff. It's a, it's a little bit of a pain. Or pick a spot on the map that you specifically I want. Don't have to. I haven't had too much trouble with that. Um, really? I did at first when I was like learning the controls, but once I learned uh, how how close you can zoom in, mm-hmm. I found that to be quite a bit easier. But uh, the main thing I don't like about the mobile version is all the name changes and stuff. I was going to say, the biggest thing for me was the slow animations. It wasn't slow. It doesn't go that slow. I don't know if maybe, because last time you played it was on one of your old iPhones, right? It was on uh, my Piet, my Vita. Oh, on your Vita? Yeah, no, I haven't. Actually, everything goes really fast. You have a Vita? I do. Weird. I use it to play tactics yearly. <laughs> I'm going to just use box. this from now on, because it, it runs really well. Um, the only time I get slow animations are sometimes when people are climbing up rock or jumping up rocks. Okay. But that's it. Really? Otherwise, it yeah. runs perfectly. I wonder why that happens with me. I don't know. It's crashed twice on me, which is kind of annoying, but I save all the time. Um, because I that's one of the games that you'll get into a mission all of a sudden, and you'll just get your party wiped out. TPW. Uh, yeah, um, which, you know, ends the game. So I save, like, after every mission, and a lot of times before and after, you know, that sort of thing. What spot yeah. Um, I'm in, I think I just got into chapter three. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. I'm like 17 hours. I've played it. Um, but yeah, the name changes. It's obnoxious. Uh, August is not named August in this version. It's, it's our graph. Agarth. Agarth. Uh, Tata, which Will mentioned 
is not Tata in War of the Lions. It's, it's, Tatra. Ha- it's Tietra. Tietra. That's um, right. And not just that, but a lot of the maps are named different things. Places are named different things. Uh, Ramza's father is in Balbanes. It's something else. It's Barbanath. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so confused by what's going on because all the names are different. Yeah, I don't really like the name changes like that. No, it, it was unnecessary. Uh, the, all the dialogue is different, which is actually fine. Like, I prefer the old dialogue, but the updated dialogue, like, it does a little bit better of a job of uh, explaining the story and the character motivations and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the name changes just didn't need to be there. No. I'll tell you, though, looks great widescreen. Yeah. Compared to... <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, compared to the 4x3... Four, four Aspect ratio, yeah. Yeah. No, it I, it works surprisingly well on on the phone. I'm very very impressed with it. And I hate saying that about a mobile game, but it was it was also it's not a free to play microtransaction mobile game. It cost me like it was a legitimate sixteen bucks See, or whatever. So this is what I want from you now, Dan. What? Uh-oh. D- don't make the blanket statements about mobile games. It's not a mobile game. It's a port of a of an actual game. Oh, it's a mobile game. It is no, not a mobile game. No, it wasn't created for mobile. I mind Corey said. No, thanks, yeah. Will. Stop it. Corey's so wrong on this argument. On mobile. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you there. Okay. I'm just saying, I I I'm don't like that mobile is cannibalizing, uh, you know, actual game development and sales. I mean, Konami basically shut its doors for everything but except for Pro, Pro Evo, Evo. <laughs> uh, just to focus on mobile games. That's ridiculous. What's Pachinko. That? Pachinko, yeah, they're making pachinko machines or whatever those are. The big boss pachinko. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I don't like about mobile. But like I said, the, you know, it just works really well. So I'm enjoying it. But I'm also playing for our episode when we finally get there. So. I actually fired up my Vita yesterday. Whoa. Nice. Remote play. No, I did it to download Super Meat Boy for oh, free. Super Meat which Boy. Which I suggest you do, Will. Yeah. I'll think about it. No, you should definitely do Super that. Super Meat Boy and Broken Age are free this month. You yeah. should is download on, both of them. Is this on PS4? Yeah, both. Yeah, they're cro- cross-buy, cross cross-save. That's right. Mm, Super Meat Boy. So, have you played Super Meat no. Boy? No. Oh, you should play it. It's I'm going so, to. so good. I'm thinking about playing it on, on the Vita. Yeah. It will work perfect for that. I've heard the music is not as good on the yeah, PlayStation version. Yeah, the music's not the same because of some licensing. Yeah. Which sucks. Sucks. Well, I don't know the original. So right, whatever. right, right. You have no, no, yeah, doesn't know anything to compare yeah, does, to. Doesn't bother you, I guess. No. But that's all I played. Um, Corey, we'll go with you next. What do you got? Oh boy, I played a few things. What do you want me to start with? The new one, Undertale. Dust. Oh. Which Dan? What's it going to be? Un- Undertale. All right, Undertale. It is. It's, it's a new game. I, I don't care. I want to hear about Undertale. I want to talk about Dust. I know Dust. (laughs) Been hearing a lot about it. And uh, as far as I know, I've only purchased two games for myself this year. And I'll tell you what, Corey, I almost bought Undertale for you a couple days before that just for shits and giggles because I like you. And I saw you Uh, wanted it, and I wanted it too. And I was like, I'll just get it for Corey. Well, you could have gotten it for yourself. I know, but I I wanted it to be a present for you. But thanks for saving me the 10 bucks. Nice sentiment. (laughs) You're welcome. Um... Yeah, I've been seeing a lot about it. Uh, yeah, I was saying I bought Mario Maker and Undertale. Um, I don't know what convinced me. To, it was only 10 bucks, but I've been hearing great things about it. I saw the headline somewhere that it is now the highest rated PC game yeah, ever. on Metacritic, yeah. Wow. Ahead of Half-Life 2. Yep. Is it worthy Which, of that? I don't think so. I think it's a, <laughs> it's a really good game, yes. Um, 
and I think it's a really good game for like game makers and game critics. Um, and I think it's I think it's a good game for the masses too. But I think those types of people will get the most out of it. Uh, and the best way to describe Undertale, it's a it's a role playing game. It's a lot like Earthbound and Adventure Time, like kind of combined, because uh-huh. it is very humorous and a lot of the like characters and stuff remind me of the kind of weird stuff that goes on in Adventure Time. Um, you play this human who is who wakes up in the monster world and is trying to get back to their home. Um, and it does play on a lot of video game tropes. So, like, right off the bat, you meet this monster who you kind of consider your mom. And uh, she's kind of explaining to you how the game works a little bit. And at one point, she actually, like... She's like, oh, here's a trap. Let me hold your hand through it. And she, like, grabs your hand and walks you through the trap. Which is, you know, we always talk about how yeah. the hand-holding hand in video game in tutorials especially can get out of hand and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, she, like, literally takes your hand and walks through. Um, so there's a lot of, like, self-referential stuff like that in the game. Uh, one of my favorite bits of humor in the game, and I don't know why, I got a kick out of this. Um, you get to the first village, it's called Snowden. Well, it's a snow biome. I should buy this. Yep, there you go. That's good enough reason right there. And let me tell you, the music to that village is one of the greatest video game songs I've ever heard. Really? I like it that much. It's so good. Nice. Uh, it sets the mood really well. But anyway, one of my favorite moments is you knock on the door and it does a little like knock, knock, knock sound effect. And whoever's inside the little house says, ah, what a pleasant knock. I bet if I, w- I wonder if I wait, if I'll hear it again. And uh, you knock again. And then the person <laughs> says, ah, my patience rewards me. Nice. I don't know. I just thought that was so It's, it's cute. I don't know. It is really cute. It's in the with the music playing and everything, I was like, "Man, that was just an awesome little moment." But there's a lot of uh, a Spoilers. lot more silly things and, and things that more people would find funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of stuff I didn't discover. I did beat it. Well done. How long of yeah, a play? Probably about six hours. I think I saw on your Steam thing it was like seven and a half. Okay, it's a little long for me. Yeah. Well, I think I let I, I know I let it sit a couple times while I was making food and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, probably about six hours. And I know I didn't see everything, and I know I didn't get the best ending. Um, there's a lot of stuff to discover. Like early on in the game, there's a snowman that I talked to, and he's like, "Oh, I want to be spread out in the world. Take me somewhere else." So he gives you a piece of himself, and I'd never figured out what to do with that. I got to like the end of the game and never figured out what to do with the piece of snow. And actually, in the final boss battle, I ate the piece of snow and it gave me full health. Um, Aww, you ate. The it was snow a mistake. Man. I thought I was eating something else. Uh, I think I was trying to eat astronaut food and I accidentally clicked the piece of snowman and I ate that and it healed me. But uh, another thing the game does is it is it does play like an Earthbound and you go into your battles and and you can fight, but you can also do something called act. And act is different based on the enemy that you're fighting. Uh, it gives you a number of different options. So I was fighting these guys who are in suits of armor, and I was in, like, a lava biome. And one of the act options was to polish. Um, so I did the act and polished one of the soldiers' armor, and because I polished it, it conducted heat a lot better, and he got so hot that he had to take his armor off. And if you... <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's very, very silly. And every monster has some sort of way that you can end the battle without ha- actually having to fight them by doing a 
certain series of these acts. Um, and it'll give you hints if you check the enemy. It'll give you hints. It'll say, like, oh, this character is feeling very flirty or something like that. And you can do, like, different things to kind of flirt with the enemy. So Blow they... kisses. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but when they attack you, it's kind of like a bullet hell where you're this little icon in, in the box and you have to dodge their attacks. And it could be, like, little bullets that shoot at you that you dodge around or it's, like... Um, it's just it's it's base it's contextual it's based on whatever their attack is uh if an enemy is like swinging a sword at you you can dodge the sword and there's little elements within that like if it if the thing that's attacking you is light blue then if you don't move and let it go through you it won't hurt you but if it's white you have to dodge it if it's yellow you if you're moving through it it won't hurt you um so it does really occupy you it's not just a turn-based like attack 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 it's you're you're actively participating in in the dodging and stuff like that. It's all based on timing and, and uh, sort of twitchy gameplay, which is which is cool. Even when you attack, you have to t- you, there's a a bar that if you time it just right, you'll do more damage. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the the biggest thing with that game is is really the humor and how it plays on uh, some some tropes that we've grown accustomed to it's postmodern i guess yeah. would be the best way to put it nice i've got to connect to your steam account so i can i, I can play it our con- accounts got disconnected <sighs> i feel like we do that every day no it's it's, it's since i cock. since i what did, oh when i put in my solid state drive i lost my access to your account and i just never mm. never got it oh back. yeah uh, Beardless brings up the point in the in the chat that it encourages multiple playthroughs. It definitely does that, and it, I kind of a spoiler, minor spoiler. From what I understand, is when you restart, some of the characters kind of hint Rem- at what you did in your previous yeah, playthrough. They kind of remember you. I've heard that, which yeah. is cool. So it, yeah, it does a lot of cool, weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's the humor, and it's just it's a it's a place you want to spend a lot of time in. Like, if you go to a merchant and try and sell your stuff, they're like, I don't want to buy your junk. It's like, well, <laughs> nice. of course not. Why would you? Um, and the puzzles are really clever and fun. And, yeah, it's just, it's 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 something that needs to be played. Cool. I will play it then. Definitely recommend it. We were going to do an episode on Undertale, but it's just, it's one of those things, like I said, you kind of just have to play it. Not just that, but, like, a lot of talking about the game would probably spoil some of the some of the cooler right. moments in it. Yeah. So there's already uh people doing like comics and stuff like that. There's a not safe for work Undertale subreddit. Oh jeez. People are already posting pornographic Undertale <laughs> inspired. You know what the weirdest p- pornographic thing I saw was uh Splatoon? Oh man. Pornographic oh, Splatoon God. characters. <laughs> I'm not surprised at that one to be honest. <laughs> it's kind of strange. I just I I looked I I did a search for Splatoon fan art because I had seen some really cool I don't even know where but I'd seen Dan we we know it was well no it was I think it might have even been (laughs) Kotaku had had an article about some the weird Splatoon fan art and uh, I googled it and sure enough some some uh, yeah just Google it Mm. find some some crazy Splatoon. I've just always wondered, what, like, what? How do you arrive at the conclusion that you need to make pornographic fan art for something you like? That's everything, too. It really, yeah. yeah. I mean, it really. Pokemon has it. Yeah. 
Like, how do you <laughs> how do you finish playing Undertale and think to yourself, <laughs> if I really want to, are you looking at Splatoon this yeah. more? I don't know. Splatoon erotica. <laughs> yeah, it's just bizarre. It's stupid. I don't hey, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna knock anybody. However they get, however they get their jollies. Yeah, whatever. You're not hurting anybody by drawing uh, pictures of nudes, inklings, or enjoying it are by they, yourself or children? with somebody else. Whatever your thing is, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So that's Undertale. I started playing Dust. Uh, it's a game that's been on my to play list since it came out. Uh-huh. Uh, I just never got around to it. Dan, I know you really enjoyed it. You did, did. it for Four in February this year, right? Yep. Will enjoyed it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh great. I didn't realize the how good the art style is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it looks it's looks beautiful and it's uh plays really nice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good action actiony. Mm-hmm. Uh I've probably played thirty minutes. I think I played after last week's podcast. Gotcha. Like thirty minutes and then I went to bed or something like that. But yeah, playing more dust and also continued my playthrough of Dark Souls. I just rang the first bell. Um it's fun revisiting all that stuff because I pretty much because I when I originally played through it remember every little corner of that game, and it's just fun to go back to it. It's like when you it's like going back to your high school or something. Oh. You still even though you haven't thought about it in a decade, you still remember where everything is. No, I don't. Like it's like riding a bike. I whenever I think about school, I go into my happy place and just forget <laughs> everything. Yeah. Dark well, you know Souls. what I mean. Yeah, I can't believe there's another Dark Souls coming out soon. Oh yeah. No, I gotta. I'm gonna get through this. I'm using a walkthrough this time. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I think is fair because I've almost beaten the game. So yeah. Playing through stuff I've already played through. Making before. Actually, I have uh, Alex, my buddy Alex, let me borrow his uh, collector's edition walkthrough. It's nice. What a, what a great game! Still mm-hmm. holds up real well. Agreed. Oh, I'm sure it does. It's a lot better too with the uh, Steam. Um, yeah, I've online got some mods stuff on there. Well, not not just that, but the the online is a lot better with with that. Well, as, I'll be as damned if to... I could get somebody to help me fight the bosses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's probably not as many people playing it. I waited quite a while and then just went in on my own and did it. Nice. Well, to be fair, I used the NPC oh, summons. Well, yeah. Well, it's a meat shield anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I believe that's it, other than tactics. That's all you play got. Through with Will. Okay. Eric, um, what do you got? Uh, Destiny. Destiny. I played a shit ton this week. Uh, I've gotten up to light level 285 ish. 290 is the recommended uh, light for the raid. So the new raid, I should say. Right. Uh, Tito and I were going to try and do the Vault of Glass, which was the first raid. We were going to try to do that this past weekend. Couldn't find enough people. You need six. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, we couldn't find enough people. I'm actually, like, 287. <coughs> I pulled it up on the... Um, on the app. The Destiny app. Yeah, so... I, I'm starting to learn, like, things like Three of Coin and what they do. Like, just different shit. There's so many different... Um, currencies mm-hmm. in the game and different items and shit like that that you can find that could overwhelm you and confuse you but I'm starting to learn what they're for and when to use them and what, what not to do and uh, I've just been having an absolute blast with that game and I love it so much. Nice. Uh, Taking King was a great great addition to it. Uh, really fixed a lot of stuff so uh, Crucible's kicking my ass. 
I'm not very good at the Crucible. Uh, I really have an issue with the new subclass for the Titan. Okay, yeah, you mentioned that. I was going to ask you to elaborate, but... I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, it's the one where, as Tito describes it, you're basically like Thor. Mm. You just have hammers, golden hammers, and you throw them all over the place. Not only is that a bitch, but they're like tanks. You you just can't kill them. And it's so frustrating. Like huh. It just feels way overpowered to me. So there's this this map type in the Crucible called Mayhem. Uh, Mayhem Rumble is the one I played because that's where you could get legendary marks, which you need to buy things and they're hard to get. So that's what I was playing. And what Mayhem is, is it uh, lowers the cooldown timers for like your super attacks and your grenades and all that uh. stuff. So you get them a lot. Problem being... If there's a bunch of titans in there with the new subclass, it's just people hucking hammers around, uh, and you can't kill them. That doesn't sound like fun. No, that was super, super frustrating. So mm. I was getting really pissed about that. Hopefully they'll nerf it. Do you think they'll nerf it? I is hope it, Does so. it seem like it's like... Does, is everyone under the it's, impression it's overpowered? It, yeah, I know Tito agrees with me. Okay. He's a pretty reasonable guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. God damn it. Pissed me off. Mm. But other than that, I'm having a blast mm-hmm. with that game. And there's there's so much like weird shit that's going on with the Taken King, like Tito was saying, like secrets and yep. so many like runes you can get that you have to find to put in places, and it will unlock a certain like boss, and then you kill that boss, and he gives you a key to another chest, and like mm. leads you in all these directions. Um, nice, yeah, I'm fucking loving it so much. Good, but yeah. So that's all I play. I played a little Rocket League here and there. Gotcha. But, all right. Yep. Well, I also played Destiny. Yeah. I got a little tickle in my heart, and yeah. decided to start playing it. Um, so all my, I started over from scratch. So I'm not doing any of like the newer content Taken in the King. Taken King. So I've been pretty much just play, replaying the missions, and then I hit level six with my warlock, and they told me to go talk to somebody. So I went over, and I wasn't paying attention because I was on a PSN party with my friend, uh, and I was just like, "Yeah, clicking yes." And the next thing I know, I'm level twenty five. Uh, so I used my free level 25 upgrade on my Warlock that I didn't want to use it on him. So now I'm level 25, and I was a little upset at that, but it's all my fault because I'm an idiot and didn't take <laughs> one second to read what <laughs> what I was doing. You know yeah. what the best part of that is? Uh, when you do certain things that they might think that you ac- you hit on accident, it will make it so you have to hold the button longer for it to actually activate, and that was one of them. Yep. So, yeah. I just was just like, oh, I thought I was getting, like, a cool loot item. No. Nope. I was <laughs> leveling up to 25. So I'm pretty much just doing the story stuff, and it's pretty easy right now because they give you all this gear. You're way yeah, overpowered, you're overpowered too. for it. I'm, like, at level 7 story missions. I just got to the moon for the very first time. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty easy. But yeah. turns out I really, really liked Destiny before I just stopped playing it for whatever reason. Uh, the biggest complaint I have about being 25 now is, uh, like, every mission, like, the DLC is on all the planets and stuff like that, the story DLCs. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure out where I'm going and, like, what mission is next chronologically, because everything is just open now. Like, cro- the Crota stuff. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm, like, kind of guessing on what stuff is which for me. But, I mean, Destiny's pretty awesome. And I, I want to start doing. I want to do some of the raids, <laughs> really bad. Um, yeah. The strikes. I know I haven't played with Eric yet, but we will. You got to get up to my level, bro. Forty. Forty. 
How and long does that take? Getting to forty is not the issue. It's getting your light, light level, level. Light, light level, yeah, because that's all. That's gear. To play right. the new raid, the recommended light level is two ninety. Okay, I watched a little video of the new raid. That's you did insane. Tito said it was awesome. It's uh, just it looks so epic. The raids and yeah. like it's just so action. Because you were talking about I listened to the last week's episode and you were talking about the final mission with the Taken King. Yeah, and it just sounded so epic. And like some of the raids are epic. Some of the strikes are epic. Because I don't know any of the strikes yet. I haven't played through like any of them besides the first one. Oh, I did. So like I don't know what's going to be happening. In any I did of five them. of them yesterday. Wow. Uh. They're, the one that I did was, it's they're called the Bond Brothers. Uh, those are the two bosses. At the end, it's a pain in the dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, so frustrating, but fun. When you actually beat them, it's great. Yeah, it's rewarding. Yeah. Um, I got, of course, so this thing that I was talking about called the Three of Coin, basically what it is, you buy it from Zer when he comes on the weekend. And if you're going through a strike or something where you know there's like a major boss at the end, mm-hmm. a major or an ultra, uh you use three of coin, and it increases your chance of getting an exotic drop. Wow, okay. Right. So, I got... I already had an exotic helmet, so I got an exotic drop, and wouldn't you fucking know it was another helmet? The Dang one it. piece one thing of equipment I did not need. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Destiny will do that to you. It does. It does. But luckily, I love playing the game, so I have no problem going back and doing it again. Yeah. Um, But I'm really looking forward to what Zer brings to the table this weekend because I have a lot more strange coins than I ever have in the past. Nice. So I'm hoping he brings me a nice, tasty gun because I don't have an exotic gun. Mm -hmm. And I really could use one. Yeah. Friday, baby. (laughs) I've been thinking about it all week. Nice. See, so just like talking, hearing Destiny be, being talked about makes me just want to go play it. Yeah, me too. Oh, God, I, I, play it I, again just, too. I love it. I love it. I really wish I had played it and stuck with it when I first got it. Instead, of it's so much better now, though. If this was, I feel like if this was the game they had released at the the launch, it would have been well far well better received. received. Yeah, definitely. Like, did you see the quest page? I haven't even looked at that. Oh, the quest page is nice. Check even, it out. I don't even know where to find that. Just go to your character screen and hit R one. It goes oh, okay. to the quest page. Okay. It's where your bounties are kept. See, so yeah, like I said, I didn't do a lot of this stuff to begin with, so, like, I'm learning what bounties... I'm learning basically everything. There's a lot to learn. So, like, I'm kind of... Kind of not... I don't want to say confused, but I'm, like, overwhelmed slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm getting these bounties, and I have to I don't to know what level the Vault of Glass rate is. You might be high enough for that. I do want to do the Vault What of was glass. the original level cap? Do you remember? 26? Want, yeah. Okay, so you're just about there. I know Tito said that was his... A raid he really liked, the Vault of Glass. Yeah, everybody likes Vault of Glass and the new one. The second one, I guess, isn't the one, is not that great. Yeah. One of the other podcasts that I listened to, uh, they were talking about the the new raid. Mm -hmm. And, oh, you know what it was? It was the uh, IGN Fire Team Chat Mm -hmm. podcast, so it's about Destiny. Um, So what it was is he was talking about how the new raid makes everybody useful. So, like... I guess the second one, at certain points, like, certain members of your fire team would just be, like, standing there and not really contributing in any way. Yeah. But things that the new raid does make it so everybody has a role and everybody has a part to play in it, and mm-hmm. I guess it's just fantastic. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah. I gotta play through this game so I can get beaten game, too. Yeah, oh, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to play through Taken King for that. Nope. Oh yeah, that's right. Just vanilla play through vanilla missions. So wait, is the new uh, the new ghost? Is that 
voiced by what's his face Nolan, now? Nolan North. So like all of the dialogue, is, it's the same. Is him now though, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They got rid of Dinklage. Yep. Dinklage. No more Gonzo. No, no more Dinklage. Poor Dinklage bot. Man. But uh, yeah, I'm loving Destiny so far. The I'm un- glad. Yeah, I'm. I don't know why. I just sat down. And I was like, I feel like playing like playing. Destiny. It's just fun, and the gun the gun play is so well done, and the weapons are awesome. They are pretty awesome. They're awesome. I've been screwing around with a bunch of different weapons. I don't really like the pulse rifles. Oh, see, I do like the pulse rifle. I can't get used to it. I just got a nice one. Did you? And I got a new shotgun. It does two ninety nine damage. Ooh, wow. Yeah, it's not even exotic either. It's a legendary. Really? So that's yeah. blue, right? Purple. Purple. What's blue? Rare. Rare. Yep. And there's not much better than popping a, a rare Ingram at the Crypt Ark and having it turn legendary on you. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. It's like a putting a pill of Viagra down the gullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I played was Heroes of the Storm. I got Rexar to level 5. Um, so I've been out of it for, I would say, probably a month and a half, probably. Did you get throttled? No, I actually won a lot. I had to... The thing is, is Rexar is a ranged warrior, but, like, how he's been taught... Like, how people play him isn't like that, because he's not a great uh, lead warrior. Yeah. Uh, he's, I guess... Like he, Leoric, kind of? Yeah. He, Leoric's better, though, than yeah. that. Rexar, from what I gather, is more of a jungle. He takes camps out probably better than anybody in the game. Oh, wow. Uh, right up there with Sylvanas, so... I was I wanted to try that out more, but I've been having to be the main tank, uh, and I've had a lot of really good success. I really, really, really like Rexar actually. Um, I know when all the characters were announced that Rexar I wasn't excited about and kind of crapped on, but he's turned out to be one of the characters I really like to play. Mm-hmm. Um, the medic just came out, which the medic is a support, uh, which is you know the game needs support. I always thought uh, because it went a long stretch without any new support characters. Uh, she's a really, really good healer uh, for solo people, um, but she doesn't have, like, an AoE heal. So she's really good at being able to keep one character alive. So if you have, like, an Illidan who dives in, you know, he's the medic's great at keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the medic has an ultimate, though, that what it is is everybody... She can put this the med, uh, her ship to go to anywhere on the map, and what happens is is when she picks a, pot, a spot for it, Everybody and your team can get into that, and it'll fly there and drop you down. Really? So basically... It's a drop ship. It's a drop ship. So basically, if like you guys are on one side of the map, and they're going for the boss, you can just get into that. Like on Black Hearts Bay, you're in the bottom lane, boss is in the top lane. You can just have the ship go all the way up there and drop in while they're taking it. That's awesome. Which... I think that's one of the more game-changing things next to Leoric being able to respawn wherever. Yeah. That's kind of huge. Yeah. And how that, that changes everything. Yeah. It's a very cool ultimate. I'm sure people think it's overpowered. I haven't played against it yet, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and the next character is Artanis. So. Cool. That's another one I'm excited for. Nice. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I've been watching Corey play Final Fantasy. Do I have Final Fantasy on my beaten games list? Do I get a beaten game for being there with Corey? For, for watching? Yeah. No. Oh, we're going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> I'm going to start watching everybody play games. Yeah. Can't <laughs> I, allow that. I actually think I might have already have it beaten, but... Tactics this year? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was January when I got off to the 10 games. I think he did, Dan. What's that? I think he does have it. Let me look. This I have, year? Yeah, I have it all logged in. 
Oh, now we're arbitrarily adding games to our beaten list. Oh, it, it's the first one, actually. Yeah, I list. thought he played it early. Five. Huh? What? Shut it. You guys in your Final Fantasy beaten games. <laughs> Fuck. That's 30 hours, yeah. most of them. 30-ish hours. And I grind more than anybody in that game, so... Like, it amazes me that you guys play those games every year. When Corey and I are playing, I want Corey to grind more, and he just wants to go through it. Guns blazing. I still want to go back and play uh, 10 and 10.2 HD. Yeah, if those, if and when those come out on Steam, I'm going to buy them. I saw it was on sale on uh, PS4 today mm. for 30 bucks. I've never played 10. <laughs> you want to watch me play it and get a beaten game for it? Can I? Can I borrow Mario Maker first? <laughs> no. Dan? Yo. Can I borrow Mario Maker? Yeah. There we go. That's all, Dan. I, I didn't talk about Mario Maker. Did you make a new level? I made a few. Did any good? Of course. Um, you proud of them? Eh. There's one I made called Wildflower Preserve. There's no enemies. <laughs> That's awesome. It's pretty cool. So what's the what's the the hook? Just a little bit of puzzle solving and a little bit of platforming. Okay. Uh, and I made it very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I also made one called My Girlfriend Made This, trying to see if that'll garner some star ratings. <laughs> uh-huh. I like uh, it. Somebody commented, <laughs> your girl is evil. <laughs> um, nice. Then I made... I'm working on one right now that's giant, and it's called the... What did I call it? The Special Safety Platform Olympics. You can't die. Unless you run out of time. Oh, but it's okay. really big, and it's just a lot of like difficult platforming. And if you fall, you just fall to the ground, which is just those treadmills. That yeah. Go really fast, and you have to run all the way back to the start. Oh, I like that. Well, that's kind of Do cool. it all over again. Yeah. That's, I cool, like that, that idea. that's a neat concept for a, for a level, Corey. Yeah, I, I like did that. something not quite to that level, but similar. And one, the one of the two levels that I made, where if you fell down one part, you would have thought you were going to die. But I put a platform down that you probably would have landed on. Yeah, nice. I did but that in know. my. Oh, I put up another level in a ghost house. I can't remember what I named it. But uh, yeah, you. It's one of those ones where you open the door and you're at the top of the screen, and there doesn't appear to be anything beneath you. And then you fall all the way to the bottom of the screen and land on a little platform. And then the sound effect, the like ah! sound effect. <laughs> so long as you didn't move one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I did put coins, you know, so you kind of. Oh, stay okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, the expectation is, oh, another one of these levels where I yeah. went in the wrong door and now I'm dead. But lo and somebody behold, no. Commented, somebody actually commented at that part saying, I liked this. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. All right. That a boy, Corey. Yeah. I'm up to 60, 62 stars. Nice, wow. man. Yeah. I have nowhere near that amount. But I think I only have four levels. I should get back on making them now that I'm done with Metal Gear. I feel like it, like my world's opened up for yeah. video games. Yeah, so great weight off my shoulders. See, I love the game. Right but now, I got it just Destiny weighing me. me down. I understand yep. the struggle. Yeah, it's real. I, I wanted to have it beaten, and there was times where I didn't think I'd beat it. So it's weight off my shoulders. I almost think I might want you to tell me the ending. I could do that. In yeah, t- in text. I want to hear. I'm not going to play it. Okay. Maybe later. Sounds good. All right. Anything else? Anyone played? Will's asleep over here. <laughs> 
Sorry, Mario Maker. All right, well, let's get into let's get into feedback, shall we? Yeah. Got the time, Will? I do. All right. Uh, QOTW? Do we have question of the week? I answer? don't know. It was sent October 2nd, so I don't know if it was supposed to be for last week. Oh, okay. Well, you can read it. The, yeah. That question of the week has been up there for a while. Gotcha. We should do, uh, I was thinking just do question of the month, and you can just answer it as you go. Yeah, that's not you know? a bad idea. What was the question? Uh-huh. What do you not bring up in, in Mix Company? Hmm. Yeah, it's question of the week from like a month ago, but gotcha. it just hasn't been updated. Yeah, because we're, we're working on the website, right, Corey? Yes. Is it finished? Or close? No, I mean it's usable, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff I still want to add. Okay. Uh, from Ryan in Iowa, who says, "Video game wise, I rarely bring up the Assassin's Creed series. Video games may be brought up, but really easy and common ones, depending on who we are talking about as mixed company. But among my friends, there is a moratorium for me to rave, praise, and even bring up the Assassin's Creed series after Unity and all its faults. Several of my friends hated it and got very frustrated with it." and were very tired of me talking about how I had almost no issues and praised it and the series as a whole. I am debating to get debating to get the new one right away and thus should please my friends at least for a little while. If you were looking for, for something more general, I turn to cars. Bringing up the purchase of a car, or more specifically a new car, cannot be brought up around extended family members anymore. I discovered a few weeks ago... Valerie and I have been considering getting a newer but used car SUV, and then my aunts and grandparents, all of them, talk and rave for about 30 minutes about how that wouldn't be a good and and affordable and just a mess if you... Uh, and if you should lease or buy one outright and just painful opinions and rants, I will be avoiding that discussion or just in general major car purchases for the rest of my life with all those family members. Thanks, fellas. Assassin's Creed, yeah. I could see that being a, if you love the series. I, I think people are have kind of cooled off on that, you know. I know Ryan so, has always been a big fan. Yes, he has. Defender of. Which is good. I mean, if he really likes the games, that's, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I could see how your friends, if, especially if they hated Unity and had a lot of problems with Unity, that would be a, a hot-button topic, you know. Uh, and then cars. Everyone always has opinions on cars, you know, family members specifically. So when we bought our car, we just kind of did it. We didn't ask anyone's opinion. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the worst when people give you their opinions when you don't want it. Yeah. So that almost any time for me. Yeah. <laughs> there are like only few people I ask anything. Yeah. Like, I, I value the opinions of certain people that are yeah. knowledgeable on things. Yeah. But when it's just, well, I got blah, 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 because blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't really care. Yeah. I hear you. Sounds Apparently good. Talking to fish. What? Nothing. I got new tires. Speaking of cars, I put new tires on my car. Jesus, is that expensive? Yeah, six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's average for for the type of car because we had oh. to put tires on on our Rogue uh, yeah. this time last year. Six hundred bucks, and yeah. that's cheap. Yeah, it really is. I got a deal. Yeah, that's one hundred fifty bucks a tire. That's yeah. that's cheap for for the type of car that we well, have. You know, the tires were a little over higher, but then it's like. Installation, for yeah. installation, Valve getting stems. rid of the old yep. tires, you know, disposal, the whole shebang. Yep, totally. Ugh. I could have bought, who knows what? I could have bought all my winter games. <laughs> That's a lot of dough, <laughs> six hundred bucks. And like, you just feel like tires should just work, you know? Like, I shouldn't need to buy new tires. 
Screw that. Uh, you want to hear expensive? I had to buy a new bike tire, and it was thirteen dollars. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow, man, Corey, that also would be very expensive for me. That's thirteen gridlocks. <laughs> not you having bought at Aldi. Not having an income. <laughs> it is when you put it that way. It makes it sound really expensive. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, email Tito in LA says. I'll be playing the PC beta for Star Wars Battlefront. Hopefully I find the game fun. It looks decent from the Twitch streams I've watched. I enjoyed the No Man's Sky interview on the late show with Stephen Colbert. It's strange seeing my video game world being put on mainstream television, but No Man's Sky is a great game to showcase to non-gamers just because the scope and the way the game was made would impress anybody. I'm always in awe once Sean Murray starts zooming out, showing the scale of the universe and all the star systems you can visit. More secrets are being unveiled in Destiny. I started the Sleeper Simulant quest line this morning before work. A day or two before, there was another uh, secret mission inside the first raid, the Vault of Glass. Pretty cool stuff. Much fun to be had. This weekend, I will try to take Eric and others to the Vault of Glass for the first time. See you around. Tito, uh, as far as that goes, Sunday night evening is my only game time this week. Uh, Pretty much from now until then. Mm-hmm. So I may have to play the Star Wars Battlefront beta instead. Well, I don't know how long it's going to take to do the raid. Gotcha. It really depends. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, we can work something out where I can do both because I really, really want to do that. Yeah. Well, we're going to have an episode on it next week too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, PC. Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, did anyone else watch No Man's Sky interview? No, um, I wanted yeah. to. Bear. I watched it too. Was it good? It was good. Yeah. Um, it, he did game, pretty well. He did well, and the game is looking a lot more polished than any other time I've seen. Is so, it? really hoping we can hear about a release date just so I can plan things out. You know, I like to, especially now because I don't have money to buy games really, I got to really plan everything out. Yeah. So, uh, I hope. I don't know if they did this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's Dana. fine. Just finish your thought. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I have um, one more thought on it, but yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I hope they do. I don't know if they did this just for the Colbert interview, but what's so funny? Nothing. We're just fucking around. Uh, I, I don't know if they do this for the just for Colbert, but the like social media side of it, where like it tagged his Twitter for the species he discovered and the planets and stuff. Yeah. Really? I don't know oh, that's if that's cool. going to be part of the game. I hope it is. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. I got to watch that. I actually... Um, because I couldn't watch it live, I actually checked. Tw- I did a search on Twitter for you know uh, about that about the Stephen Colbert and No Man's Sky, uh, and there was a lot of people who are non gamers said, "Yeah, I don't really like video games, but this No Man's Sky really looks amazing." And there was a lot of people tweeting that uh, like immediately after the interview took place. So it's like that's that's kind of cool if that's if that's bringing like people who aren't necessarily into video games into the video game world. You know, that's great. Mm-hmm. Ambassador game. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, baby. What was it? Colbert's got something going on next week, too, with video games. I he, can't he was. Had, is he a gamer? I don't know, but he had PewDiePie no. on, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah you, uh, last the week. night before, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, it's something. I can't remember what it was. I but, wa- yeah, it's just, it's the it's a good audience to play, too, because the, the Conan uh, Clueless oh, Gamer yeah. stuff does really well, too. Yeah. It's just a good... Fallon Synergy does, between Fal- the two. Yeah, Fallon does a lot of gaming stuff, too. The one with Marshawn Lynch and uh, Rob Gronkowski <laughs> playing Mortal Kombat was great. Yeah, yeah that was. was good. It was really... I still uh, watch that occasionally. That's it's funny, so funny shit, man. <laughs> the villain that is Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. 
Kimmel didn't do himself any favors with the gamers. No. I also think people uh, took it a little too seriously, though. What did he say again? Oh, yeah. He was making fun of, uh, like, Let's Plays and, like, watching people play games on YouTube. And people got all in a tizzy. I was like, whatever. Who cares what he says? Jimmy Kimmel doesn't matter to me. Corey and I are spearheading the Final Fantasy Tactics Let's Play. You are. You guys are spearheading it. (laughs) You're doing a a damn fine job. (laughs) Uh... All right. Uh, from Facebook, Mike in Minnesota says, During my trip, I ended up stopping in Binghamton for gas. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I found myself in a rather run-down industrial area. No, that's just the downtown. Bing- no, the that's, that's Binghamton. Yeah. That's not Binghamton. Is he uh, talking uh, about the industrial park? Industrial park, yeah. Um, oh. and, and the gas station bathrooms were having plumbing issues, which made the place smell lovely. Good times. I played some FIFA the last few days, and it was painful compared to Pro Evo. I always buy both games because they are very different animals, but FIFA 16 is just the same old thing. Teams don't seem unique. Central midfielders are mostly anonymous. Passing isn't crisp. Animations have only slightly improved. Arsenal makes me physically sick. I gave myself quite a scare the other day when I actually had a desire to play some Call of Duty. Surely it was just because I was tired and not thinking clearly, right? I got so many comments for this. (laughs) I'll let you start. Uh, I really want to buy Pro Evo. I liked last year's a lot. And yeah. I I remember saying that one of the things I liked about it was it felt like the midfielders mattered. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely understand where he's coming from. I will say, though, this year's FIFA, to me at least, seems like it's slowed down, even if it's just a hair. Mm-hmm. So the passing matters a little more, which automatically means that the midfielders matter more. Yeah. Um, Doesn't Pro Evo not have as many teams as FIFA, too? Isn't there a licensing. weird thing? Yeah. Isn't there a weird thing with that? I don't know if it's still the case. Okay. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, Pro Evo is supposed to be fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I will get it at some point. Maybe, like, late December, you know, when there's nothing. Right. Um, so that's how that goes. Oh, Ars- as far as Arsenal making him sick, they made me sick in the Champions <laughs> League this week, too, when they lost to Olympiacos at home. Never heard of them. Yeah. Olympiac- I have, but I'm not surprised you haven't. Olympiacos, That's not a team we should be losing to at home. Well, where they're they're not in the Premier no League. no no Champions League is the top teams from all the different leagues. Oh, is that like Greek or something? I Greek think team? so. Sounds sounds Greek. Yeah, I'm not sure where they play. <laughs> anyway, uh, but then totally redeemed themselves this weekend by beating Manchester United three uh-huh. nothing. Demolished. Uh, Alexis Sanchez is just too good. Too good. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was fun. What else did he say? Oh, Binghamton. Oh, Call of, Call Duty. of Duty. No, not crazy. I loved the Cod Blops three bay. I thought it was great. I don't think you're crazy at all. Yeah. Sometimes you, you just need a little of that mindless fun. You liked last year's too, right? No. I thought you kind of liked it. Did I? Modern Warfare three, four. <laughs> Fuck was it? I don't. What what Call of Duty came out last year? I thought Advanced you kind of li- Advanced Warfare. I thought you kind of liked Advanced Warfare. Did I? You that you was one with Kevin Spacey. I don't think you loved you it, but I think you liked it. I think you it liked, was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. You said it. I think you said something like it was better than you thought it was going to be. So yeah, I, I probably did say that. But if I remember correctly, I I thought that the the beta for the new one looked great. And yeah. you know what? Like I said, sometimes y- you could just use a little of that little run mindless, and gun mindless shooter. Mindless shooter yep, you know, totally. The last one he played was Blops 2, he says in the chat. Okay. So that was a while. I gotcha. Okay. I don't think I liked Blops 2. No, I didn't either. 
Oh, that was the one with the shitty zombies. And Mendoza. Mendoza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, Mike. Pick it up. Pick yeah. up the new one. Lots of people are going to be playing it, no doubt. Yeah. It's still a million seller. Is that it? That's everything. Feedback-wise? Yeah. Um, next week's episode, Star Wars Battlefront Beta. We'll be talking in depth about our, our experiences with that. I hope to play quite a bit over the over the weekend. I like I said, I cleared my schedule when I beat Metal Gear. Are you stream it at all? Ah, <sighs> uh, maybe. I, the problem is the noise in my house. Yeah. Like even at night when I'm playing games, like the wife has will have the TV on and stuff. So that that makes it difficult. But um, I'll tr- I'll try and figure something out and see if I can see if I can stream a little bit. Okay. And then, like, if one of the kids wakes up, like, screaming in the middle of the night. Like, Forget it. Well, yeah. I would. I have to get up and deal with it. Yeah. So I don't want to have to do that. Well, we'll I'll see what I can do. So, um, any other thoughts? No, Rangers I'm... Rangers won. Oh, did oh, they? Nice. Was it 3-2? Yeah, nail-biter at the end. I don't like those types of games. I'm Fox looking forward off. to the roster update in NHL. Yeah. Oh, I played NHL. That'll probably I be next too. week. I played a, I played with the Predators this morning. Oh. Yeah, I did a little Predators this morning. Nice. I've been doing um, my Be a Pro. Oh, have you? Yeah. How is that? It's awesome because I chose to play, come up through the ranks. So I'm in the yeah. the juniors. Uh, I got drafted to play for the Seattle Thunderbirds for a season. Is that a real team? Yes, yep. they're in the WHL. So that's where I'm at right now. Top line. Nice. Are you forward? Yep, center. Oh, oh played center. played defensemen's much I better. I always go offensive defensemen. Yeah, me too. I feel like if I were to play hockey, I mean in floor hockey, I was a center, so I would translate exactly to the on ice uh, yeah. performance. I hear you. I always play. So uh, I would play goalie. Offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Offensive Goal defenseman bird. was always the fun, most fun to play in that. I'm really bad on defense. Uh, oh, see, I've with, always prided myself. Yeah. As one player specifically, like I get. I start chasing the puck, and I'm like, oh, i got to cover this guy, and then I end up giving a goal. Yeah, you can't chase the puck when you're on defense. So I try to play as little, you know, I don't like to be a defenseman because of that. Yeah. Love playing the D. Me too. Love it. I'm a talented offensive man. Somebody's got to be. Yeah, exactly. That's why Corey and I made a good team online, because he's the offensive presence. Juggernaut. Yeah. He's good on breakaways. I rarely get a shot off on a breakaway. I had a penalty shot. Too many, too many moves. Yeah, I tried a deke. No, it's gonna be one or two dekes, and I just, I don't know if I, the angle that I'm hitting the stick isn't right or what. But I have better luck just taking a slap shot on yeah. this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd rather rip it from the point. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you skate right into the into the slot and yeah. try to rip it over the over the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't know this happened because I've hated NHL and haven't really played it, but the whistle blew on my beer pro and I took a slap shot. Oh yeah. I got jumped and had to take a I had to fight. Yeah. <laughs> was, you haven't played since then? I mean I knew they pushed you around but I didn't know that they like you dropped the gloves immediately. Well yeah, after after you I didn't know that. after play stops that's I think that's kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. After play stops if you shoot the puck they hate it and they'll come after you. I just thought they shoved you a little bit. I didn't think the guy cross checked me and made me fight him. Yeah I think I, I think lost. someone on Destructoid wrote, wrote about that exact scenario oh, really? happening to him because I think they were doing their NHL 16 review. Well, he was probably frustrated. Yeah. yeah it's maybe. decent, though. I like it. I mm-hmm. thought it was okay. I played it uh, when Eric came over to do our, our FIFA video. Yeah, I'm liking Which, it. Which, next Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Content. Yeah, definitely. 
I have to cut. I have to cut up the first video too, and I'll put it into our second one. All right, at the beginning. All right, uh, that's everything, right? Yeah. All right, that'll do it for episode two twenty of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Yeah!